3: Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins.
0: That's right. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? I'm T.J. Majors, and you're listening to Door Bumper Clear, presented by OfferPad. Today, we'll cover why Talladega was so tame, a driver's-only meeting on Friday to discuss safety, Chase Elliott being the first playoff driver to win in advance, Byron's penalty, and more. Let's get started.
3: Nobody's listening, but I don't care. I'm on an episode of Door Bumper Clear. All right,
2: ready, Freddie? Yep. That rhymes. What? I've never heard that before. Ready, Fre- ready, ready Freddy? Ready, f- Freddie? That's the first time. Are you ready, Freddy? Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors. It's part of the two cup car. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Read the paper. I know. Read the paper. It tells oh, yeah, you.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do I need to write I was it? Seeing, out?
2: Actually, I was seeing if Freddy was actually going to catch it because uh, Where he's he even not
3: come up with a two. Because he spotted for the
1: two yeah. the two Last cup year. car.
2: Last now year, he I was actually going to see if Freddie was how drunk. That's how uh, I judge how I'm bad not that, Freddie. No, I'm he's not, not that bad. Drunk. I'm pretty good. Dude. All right, you ready? I know that's staying in. We're rolling. <laughs> We're
0: rolling. Just stable. keep right. going. <laughs> yeah. Anything <laughs> else you want to add to the? Uh, I'll take roster. the
2: '68 Excitement Car, and um, I'll take the one truck this weekend, I guess, and the six cup car. <laughs> You're gonna take credit
3: for sending that dude across the infield. Brett Griffin, spotter 100%. for Colleague <laughs> Racing, Daniel Hemrick on Saturday. We had a ninth place finish, and Justin Haley yesterday, I think we finished like 15th.
1: Yeah. What's up, Freddie Kraft, Spotter for Bubba Wallace. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, damn, uh, take long enough. Who else would I have this week? I had Landon Castle and Derek Kraft. <laughs> Landon Castle had a great race. Landon Castle had a really good finish. We didn't have a great race. We had a good finish, and uh, we shoved old AJ out there to the win, which is pretty cool for calling motorsports, racing, whatever the hell they are. AJ finally won a plate race. Yeah, thanks to us. Because we were boxed in, we couldn't do anything. All you. Credit to, I'll tell you one thing, credit to, there's another person that gets credit that didn't get a lot of credit. A lot of people were, credit to uh, Landon for pushing AJ. Credit to Parker Kligerman, because Parker Kligerman would not leave Landon's bumper. We we made some moves knowing that Parker was going to be with us. That's cool. So, so, uh, so credit to Parker Kligerman a lot for helping us help AJ in a turn. But what's up, Casey?
0: Hey guys, Casey Boat here, your official marketing professional Shout out to Brett and Freddie for coming on the show today because it doesn't sound like you guys would have made it if it was, what, 12 o'clock in the morning?
1: I got four hours of sleep instead of eight. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I was well-rested. I went to bed early when I landed. Your eyes um, are a little
3: close.
1: I wish I could see how many times Megan called us phone last night at
3: 1.30 <laughs> because she kept hanging up was on it us. Was it 1.30? Well, I didn't It'll
1: think sh- it was that late. It'll show you. I mean, we can look. I you didn't look. think it was that late. I, was it one thirty? Oh, it was one thirty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, Jason, how's it
4: going? Hey, Jason Schultz, Director of Content. Uh, I can't believe Big Al's stays open that late. When are you going to meet us at Big Al's? Uh, what's the race coming up? Sunday. The Roval.
1: Sunday. Well, I no, think we'll, no, no, we'll no, be no, working on no. the track. I outside. don't care. We will be, too. What about after March? <laughs> 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 Wait, really? We actually tend to work right. at the track.
4: <laughs> What about Martin's? y'all go there after Martin's? Maybe TJ will We're, really? trying, to get, we're trying to
1: get Gluck to go with us after, after Martin's. then we
4: can all just come here. We'll stay up all night and then yeah. just show up in the morning.
0: Official this party week. at Big House.
1: Yeah. What Next are you doing? What are you doing? The track. Uh Connor Daly. Oh, Onside. yeah. Well, that. that'll be over early. So you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they're gonna talk, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should too. They
3: talk <laughs> about all three
1: of us. Exactly. They did? <laughs> Dale Jr. did. That's, I'm used to that. He's a I clown. I can't believe Dale he would do that. He, t-
2: he said TJ was washed up. He said mean things about both of you, too. Just I, not going to
3: happen. I know. I agree. They're going to come at us. Yeah, f*** him. Click
1: yeah. <laughs> <Put> that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how we got fired from my last job, but I know how we just got fired from this one. And it's your day we off. How are you going to get fired on your day off? Oh, come on, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, boys, it's been a good run. It's been a year. What run? show number? What
1: episode? Like Two seventy one yeah. or
3: something? How'd you get fired? <laughs> well, uh, Fred-
0: <laughs> we are now looking for new hosts of DBC for uh, the Ranger of the Year.
3: The thing is, you don't know how Dell Junior responds to that because if he's in a good mood, he'd laugh. If he's not in a good mood, well, there's one way to find out. You want me to call him? <laughs> Let's.
2: Hey, Freddie. Uh, Freddie's uh, got something to say. <laughs> Oh, we just see if he answers. I mean, we could. I mean, I'm really
3: actually kind of nervous. Let's
4: let's get to the bottom. I call TJ washed up. Yeah, Yeah. I just
3: want to hear Freddie say. I'll I'll scream. He said, "Yeah, he he didn't." That's funny. Oh my gosh, Talladega. Hold on, we're calling Dale. Oh, we are.
0: Yeah. Oh. What's up, TJ?
2: Hey, uh, you're live on the show, and um, Freddie's got Freddie's a little pissed off that you were talking shit about us.
4: What did I say?
2: I don't in that in the Connor Daly thing, you had uh, some remarks about all of us.
4: Well, you don't even know what they were.
2: No, I know what they <laughs> were, but Freddie had to say so. I'm going, Freddie. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie uh, left big Al sometime You're, after one Fred, thirty two. Freddie's
0: so. not sober today, so <laughs> I wanna
2: know why TJ's washed up. Yeah. I'm washed up. Oh, Freddie was uh <laughs> Freddie I don't know what Freddie and Brett were. I was I, 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 I was absolutely not I was watching. hell no. No, <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, I mean obviously you guys never drove race cars, so y'all probably are I good. did drive a
1: race car. Fred, oh God.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I probably don't need to be in the Cup Series,
1: though. That's pretty much. It. I, think that's- I can. There's some other people that don't need to be out there. either. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, we just wanted to get your live uh, live take on it, so I'll check yeah, in with what, you after a while. What's,
4: what's been the hot debate this morning?
2: Well, what? you.
1: <laughs> so far. Oh my god, man! After everything going on this week, yeah. Oh, don't worry. Yeah, we we're just getting started. to it now.
2: We just we're just kicking it off. So I'll I'll catch you later on. All right. All, all right. right. See ya. <laughs>
1: Oh, damn! We still got jobs.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> we got <laughs> so to come back. <laughs> yeah. Next yeah I, I feel better now about it. We
2: continue. All
3: right, boys. Uh, thought the last we're, supper. We're back.
2: Just about. Right, supper. right.
0: What'd you guys think?
3: Uh, uh, yep. There's a lot. A truck race was embarrassing on a lot of fronts.
1: S- super embarrassing.
3: Um, the Xfinity race I thought was an amazing race, and I have spotted. Gosh. 80 to 90, probably cup play, more than that, counting the duels and stuff and the, and the clash and all that. I mean, I probably spotted close Damn to you, 100 year old. super speedway races, and that was my least favorite race I've ever spotted.
2: The
0: cup in my one,
3: life. the cup, the one, cup sucked. one sucked, it was terrible.
0: Tell us why <laughs> <that.
1: laughs> it, it, it was hard to pass, like you weren't going anywhere. From the only way your line mood is if the 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 entire line was determined by the first two cars in your. Oh line. yeah, we figured that out. If you <clears throat> couldn't if you couldn't tandem and push to the front, like if you were third and back in your line, you were at the mercy of whatever them guys up front were doing.
2: Yeah, we figured out we were running behind Blaney in the outside lane. And, and, by the way, thanks for costing me DBC
1: picks. Tell Brad I appreciate that. Sorry. Um, who won? TJ. TJ. I think yeah. did I pick Logano? No, I don't know. I don't remember who you picked. Easily distracted. I nailed it. <laughs> uh, oh, I picked Denny. Oh, I didn't win. TJ won. Just no, said that. We just said that. Jeez. I'm glad I didn't pick Logano because he raced like a girl. <laughs> Before I forget, you left you left a curse word in last week, Jason. Darn. Is that yeah,
0: the, was that realized? Realized. I think he does it on purpose.
2: Now that's the word. I hope he gets the one in there this week, the first one.
1: Kim. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I
3: keep saying it.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know if I keep saying that. I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about Brett on that one. Uh, (laughs)
3: Oh,
2: um, anyway, we, it definitely, the second car in line, how good he could push the first car, which was irrelevant. You couldn't really do it on the bottom because the bottom just stacks in a three and you can't say connected is good. But, um, you and Busher were working well together at one point. Uh, yeah, we know. Stayed out, got some track position, right? Yes. We, we were just trying, you never know how these races are going to go. So. We figured if there's a wreck, we got taken out so early at Daytona, it was like pointless. So we wanted to avoid any of that if we could, and do some strategy stuff to get up front later, which worked. I mean, we were actually in a really good spot in the last pit stop. There, we came out second behind Blaney, but obviously we had a speeding penalty, so that
3: uh, shuffled us right out of that. And did you did you notice yesterday? Because you've done a gazillion plate races too. Like when we would catch a car that had lost the draft down the backstretch, like it was insane. It felt like the pack compared to the single car was faster than it's ever been. Like the gap between how slow that car was and fast the pack was. Like oh, I would yeah. be looking through my binoculars and I'd be like, <gasps>
2: panic. Yeah, you catch them quick. Well, that, and honestly, I did notice this race in races in the past, most of the lap cars never moved off the bottom. Here, everybody moved up, which was, it's way better like that. Way like, better. It, it, I,
1: I did have one guy move to the middle and try to block me as I was riding was around the back. I'm not, telling, I'm not saying who Is it was. You're
0: what an idiot for Does League? he belong in the Cup no, Series?
1: probably not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, what does he wear? Yeah.
3: <laughs> probably a fire suit. <laughs> I would hope, opens, anyway. I hope it's more layers uh, than Jordan Anderson's fire ooh. suit. No kidding. That was a scary wreck. But anyway, back to your
2: point, the second card dictated the lines a lot. And we could shove Blaney way out there. We actually push Blaney for about three laps and gapped the inside lane by like twelve car length, like yeah. twelve cars and then we'd start chilling out for a little bit and um but yeah we were in a really good spot and got the speeding penalty and kinda threw it all away but it Appreciate was you didn't throw
3: it away worse than the twenty one car did on Saturday. That car, Austin Hill had a car that was as fast as I've oh, ever seen in my life. I mean I've I've watched you know Tony Stewart, Dell Jr. have even Elliot Sadler and, and Joey Logano back in the day when we would duel it out, like have dominant Cars well, and, and You, go you can to tell win cars that stood out. But he just made a stupid move and ran Noah high. They got screwed up. And, I mean, he took him. He literally, his decision to block high and do that, took him out of the race. And he recovered so quickly, he didn't need to do that. Yeah. I didn't think. I didn't even see I it. thought we were
2: reckoning one-to-one time when we were passing Blaney for the lead on the outside. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. What the hell? I have
1: no idea. Like, that's five lanes you're blocking. Yeah. Yeah. He and, ran you. I mean, you were outside. You had a nose on him outside oh, he, and he and ran he, you he, straight in the fence. I knew he ran you in the fence. I just I know.
2: I don't know. The Okay, fine. If you're going to block that hard, I mean, you're blocking. Okay, you're going to, you're trying to dominate this race. The next lap, you drop the anchor and go to the back. Why are you blocking that hard and then throw the anchor? like that yeah and it was like, like
1: two laps later like you did all yeah. that blocking and then bailed out yeah and like <laughs> like i get it you're gonna block but
2: we I, I really think brad had a nose out there enough to oh, that yeah. he should have gave him a lane too that was um a little ridiculous in my opinion but um yeah and especially if you're gonna give it up why even block that hard if you're gonna give it up
1: yeah if you're just gonna bail eventually why like yeah what are you doing
0: there was a lot of conversation on the broadcast around you know drivers and spotters trying to take note of who works well together? Like towards the end of the race, who did you guys have on your list? I know Blaney mentioned Brad was on his list of working well together, which I was a you little just, surprised it's about. It's not so
1: much working well together, but you notice fast cars, like the 11 super fast yesterday. The 12 was super fast yesterday. Brad was good. Like you just notice who's got the best cars, and that's the guy you want to work all, with. Like it all
2: comes down to the handling too, because they're and I've been doing this enough now that I've heard the the word handling come up and they won't push. If they're not comfortable, they won't push. Yeah. And you gotta have these cars driving good to be able to push. And I knew our car was driving good and Blaney's car was driving good because we came out of the dog leg or out of the trioval every time. And we're pushing Blaney out of the tri if you're pushing through the trioval you're pretty stuck. Like, you're good. Now, we were shoving him out it's of the... It's hard th- to
1: believe you were pushing anybody after that yeah. Daytona 500. Yeah. Because you wrecked half the field there. Yeah, I know. he did. You know... I told... I said, I said to Bubba one time, I was like, the top line's rolling because the six is pushing to 12, but that didn't work out great last time we did this. It worked out <laughs> great this time. It, it's
2: just certain cars, if you... And you got to figure it out whether they can be pushed or not. And, I mean, and there's guys that can
1: can get pushed too. Like there's some guys can that can handle yeah. being
2: pushed. Like Blaney's one of the guys. We that can, saw
1: that with uh, who was it? Harrison. Harrison, yeah. Harrison. Yeah, you know Harrison and Ricky. Harry, as soon as Ricky got to his bumper, he got Harrison out of shape, and that was the end. You of know, that. like this is
2: this I've kind of wanted this too. Is like in Harrison's spot. Do you really want to be in front of that? Like, I know you want to go to the front, but like, are you in a? Are you ready for that?
1: You know <laughs> what I mean, like. I and I we were we were finally got that we were trying to make a third lane cuz we were we had to start in the back cuz we had engine change and we were just working our guts out to try to get a third lane formed and we finally got one that was half-assed making progress and as we come by the trioval Harrison pulls up and I go uh, 21's leading us now. That's probably not great. And yeah. we didn't make it to the start finish line. I you mean, do see right. certain guys
2: leading lanes, and you know, like, yeah, you know, if you see the 43, the nine, the 12, the 47, if they pull up in front of the third lane, it's going to work. It's, it's going to make look, a little progress. Yeah, you yeah. can. They know how, if it's, if it's a possible, you're you got to have a guy work.
1: that knows what he's doing, like, knows how to stall lanes and move your lane. But when 21 there's, literally, there's was a number of cars that we see. Oh, yeah,
2: you know, when that car pulls up, like, yeah, There's this is, plenty. This is not going to go well. Yeah, I'm not saying. <laughs> Repeat offenders, kill the lanes. Yeah. What else we got?
3: Uh-huh. Are you going to...
2: Are my you throw right? <laughs> uh,
3: Sorry.
4: We'll get to more of this in spot on, spot off. What was your reaction to hearing Bowman was going to be out with a concussion? Uh-huh.
3: My reaction was not surprised. Uh, and I say that, Jason, because I was beside of his spotter, a longtime friend of mine, Kevin Hamlin, and... Uh, We were having some conversations around Alex's demeanor after the wreck over the radio. Um, And I literally, when the red flag came out that day, I I watched him get out of the car um, to see how he physically was looking. Uh, This opens up a major concern for me because this driver – hit the wall, and he made the comment over the radio, that's the hardest I've ever hit the wall. And his demeanor over the radio had his spotter concerned for his safety. Uh, no concussion was ruled because he did not have to go to the infield care center because he continued on, yet he continued to race. Uh, I think we just saw with the Tua incident with the Miami Dolphins that Um, back-to-back concussions in in a short amount of time can can really mess you up, right? So I don't know that there is a solution to this. I don't have anybody to blame for this. But Alex's safety was certainly in jeopardy for the rest of the Kansas race. Um, It was in jeopardy when he got into the world of outlaw car, and that's probably when he realized, "Uh uh-oh, something's not right. I don't know that. I've I've texted back and forth with him, but it was just to wish him well. It wasn't to ask questions or pry. But I would imagine when he got in that world of Outlaw car, something wasn't right mechanically with him, and that's when he raised the, the flag of, man, I probably need to be seen. And obviously it was determined that he had a concussion and he did not need to race a Talladega. And all I'm going to say about that is thank God because there ain't a more dangerous place in the world to drive a race car than Talladega Super Speedway. Um, but, man, how do, we, how do we evaluate a guy that we didn't think need to be evaluated? But the the signs were there, right? But but as a spotter, uh, we we don't know what to do in that situation. I don't know whether to text, you know, Justin Haley's girlfriend Libby, or his mom, or or him, or Chris Wright. I, I don't know what to do. If I'm in the situation, I don't know what to do. But this is scary. That a hit that as everybody said on TV didn't look bad um, was bad, and it's very. I Kevin Hamlin said a we had a prominent figure in our sport. Um, I would call him a prominent figure in our sport, that came out of the elevator shaft while we were all sitting in the lobby at Michigan. TJ, were you in there for this? And he advised us that if we see our driver with a rear impact about to happen, what did he ask us to do, TJ? Uh, Lean your head back. Tell your driver to lean their head back because we were coming on the hills of Kurt Busch backing his car in at Pocono, obviously – suffering a very bad concussion. Here we are months later, and he's still not back. So if you see your driver backing it in, tell him to lean his head back. Well, that tells you where the brunt of the force is going in those kinds of of wrecks. Do we have time to do that? Sometimes. Do they have time to listen to that and react to that? Oh, that's tough. But at the end of the day, Kevin Hamlin did an amazing job. He radioed him and said, lean your head back. And we saw how violent that in-car camera was with Alex Bowman. Obviously, concussions are when your brain bounces off of your skull. I, I this has created a lot of concern. There was already concern off a of kurtz deal, and I would say concern was at a six
1: after Bowman happened. Freddie, I'd say these guys are at about a ten point ten. And the thing that the thing that concerns me is a lot of these guys—they're—they're they're competitors, right? I mean, we see this in all forms of sports. We see this everywhere credit to alex for for actually coming forward and saying he's got an issue because i know for a fact there's guys out there that ha- feel probably similar to alex or have had issues and they're not going to say anything because they don't want to get out of the car they're a drivers
3: to- a driver's biggest fear is someone else driving yeah. their race
1: car yeah. yeah and it's just it's like like if you're gonna like this is like a you know please if you have an issue you feel because the problem is if you have one concussion the next one's going to happen way easier you know and then down the line and it's only going to get worse i'm sure dale well, can tell you that the next
2: one's easier well i'm just saying but like it feels, it seems like different. it happens it seems yeah.
1: like it happens but there's scientific proof after
3: you've had three you're you're in trouble but i mean i definitely think like with
2: the football deal two in a in a short, in a short of time, time that's yeah. not good Oh, so sure. i'm saying like
1: like if you if, they, if you have a big crash somewhere like and you've, like if that you that feel idea. anything like don't get back in the car or at least get checked out make sure you're good you know, it's just this is just a race. I mean, this is a sport. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Your person, your safety and your health come first. Your well being, yeah. Your well being from years in the future. I mean, you could like I Timmy Salamito was a kid that I helped out, like like a young kid that was running modified and stuff, and he had a big wreck at the Atlantic City Gambler's Classic in a TQ midget, and like literally broke his helmet on the wall and had a bad concussion, and then like I was like, you need to take a year off. Like you can't, you should not be back in a race car. Into because he, oh, I'm, I'm okay, but like I, I still feel a little bit. I'm like, if you feel anything, stop getting in a race car. And then he, he went out and, and crashed again and, and got another concussion, I don't know, six months later or so. But I, I'll give huge props to NASCAR
3: for everything that they put in place to measure, to baseline these guys' brains and to monitor it. Um, but now we're to the point where they're getting concussions in wrecks that they can continue on the race and. I don't. I don't know. How, I don't know. I don't know what you do.
1: Yeah. What this I mean. What's the protocol? Like, do you bring them down pit road? And, like, you can't stop the race to give them a, a concussion protocol no, test. No, like, no. I don't. I don't know. And what there's that so is. many
0: more factors too. Obviously, not as important as somebody's health, but you know, the teams when it comes to sponsors, when it comes to a driver that may be on a, a lower budget team that gets paid per race that needs that salary. I mean, there's so many factors. Tons. of I, factors. I'd imagine that driver has a lot to think about and to de- before he decides like to make a call. I,
3: I you know. Kurt's situation, he was sidelined by NASCAR. Make no mistake about it. He was parked. Hey, buddy, you can't race. Alex's situation, big hats off to him for saying, hey, something's wrong. Because he was the only one that knew that in that car. And and of all the places we go to race, this is going to sound crazy. Of all the places we go to race, Talladega is the easiest to drive. For a driver. Elliot told me a million times, Your grandmother could get in that car and qualify it just as fast as I can. You get in there, you hold it wide open, and you run around the bottom for a lap. Your grandma could do that. Obviously, the strategy of drafting completely changes that. It's a game of chess at 200 miles an hour. But in terms of actually driving the car on your body, it's the easiest place to go. It's obviously – or one, of, it is one of the most dangerous places to go as well because of the wreck factor. But Alex could have easily said, man, I'm going to push through right here. It's my team. It's my sponsor. It's in Rick the playoffs. Hendrick. Playoffs, I'm yep. in the playoffs. I've got all this pressure in the world on me. He deserves a freaking award for manning up and doing what's best for him. I I I have I have I have there have been times in my life when I wanted to choke the guy for doing immature things this was a long time ago like I've seen him grow up I've seen him make better decisions this is hands down an amazing mature decision by Alex Bowman
0: So what happens next now as far as concussion protocols? He'll go through various tests before he can get cleared for Charlotte.
3: They've got a couple tests that they do. Um, I had the names written down in my phone that Tom Bryant when NASCAR gave me, and I couldn't pronounce any of them. Uh, I had to Google how to pronounce (laughs) them, but they got a couple tests they do. Um, (laughs) One one, one is very (laughs) thorough at the beginning of the year, and the other one is one they do after accidents. So, again, we're speaking to the baseline stuff and and the neurologist. They've got three neurologists they work with. I just hope he's okay, man. I, I don't know, you know, when you can when he can come back. Obviously, it's it's probably got to you now he's got to be released by NASCAR. by NASCAR and by his own personal doctor. Um, and and look, man, the Roval ain't an easy one to come back at. Uh, it, it's it, we talk about easy to drive at Talladega, the Roval's not easy to drive. No, no, <clears throat> not at all. You're slamming on brakes. You're turning left. You're turning right. Um, it's it's quite quite a challenge. I would imagine.
2: Yeah, the you know the the. The places where we see the concussions seems to be where they back in. Oh yeah, that's always yeah. so you know, it's it's gonna be hard to I think I mean it just seems like mile and a half stuff really is where the dangerous part is. I mean you can still wreck hard at Martinsville and stuff, but I think um as far as like carrying all that corner speed and backing in and and stuff like that, I think what do we have left? Speaking of corner speed and hitting hard, how about Corey the Joy yesterday? Oh, it scared the heck out of me. Do you know what happened? Yeah, I heard. That's I don't want to say, but is that when I heard I was like It wasn't a blown tire. It no. was I looked so the, the I angle thought he caught right front, front. I thought he that's blew it, thought. it right front.
0: That's yeah. what on the broadcast, that's what it sounded like.
3: Yeah. And that was not the case. No. No. It what? had a major <laughs> malfunction inside of the cockpit. Major yeah. malfunction. What we'll anything thought. to do with a driver? No, yeah. nothing to nothing do with it. Cory Nothing to did Corey, yeah. No, he, didn't, he didn't fall asleep at the wheel, ladies and
1: gentlemen. You ever drive a little Tykes car when you turn the wheel and the, car, and the wheels don't turn? Yep. Hmm. That's kind of what happened to Corey yesterday.
0: It happened to me in the golf cart, so.
1: Scary. It did happen to you in the golf cart. Very similar situation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. I mean,
3: he's running 200 and you're running two. That's... Yeah,
0: fair. Mm. Uh,
1: the parts for the both of golf yeah. well, so, the golf cartons. Thank we, God you had on a Hans device, Casey. you b- wouldn't be with us today. <laughs> before we move on, before I forget, talking about injuries, uh, DJ Vanderlei had yes. a bad wreck um at texas last week i know his dad's a big fan of the show every time i ran into him at millbridge he would talk about how much of idiots we are on the podcast yep um go to casey or Kane it's- screen printing buy a dj strong t-shirt right now uh they're selling them on their 20 bucks all the proceeds go to dj's family obviously he's got a long road ahead of him best wishes to him but uh yeah go to K- uh, Kane I can Screen uh I'll, I'll tweet it out okay
0: um i bought a few like yeah i mean anything we could do to support and like i saw i was there the other lot. day
1: picking up some stuff for couch racer and i seen that the, the shirts look great so very uh, sad deal yeah i mean yeah. terrible deal for him but uh just i know they're fans of the show so thinking about him best wishes to him but go support the family go buy a t-shirt and uh support dj and his family
0: all right let's hear a little bit more about our presenting sponsor offer
3: Have you been thinking about selling your home or want to in the future? Then you need to listen
1: up. OfferPad is the best place to sell your home right now. It's easy, convenient, and gets you sold fast. It takes less than five minutes to get started. Log on to OfferPad.com and complete the form about
3: your home. Yeah, man, it's easy. Just answer some basic questions about your home, and OfferPad will get to work on your competitive cash offer.
1: Within 24 hours, you will receive that cash offer and have complete control on your next move. You can either take the stress-free cash offer
2: that includes no showings, a free local move, and allows you to pick your own closing day.
3: Or you can list with OfferPad and receive a backup cash offer, local agent support, and free cleaning and
1: landscaping. We're racing at home in Charlotte this weekend, and OfferPad has a market all across Charlotte. If you want to live in the heart of NASCAR country, Charlotte is the place for you.
2: And OfferPad can make that happen. When asked where you heard about OfferPad, select the NASCAR option The know we sent you.
4: Spot on, spot off. It goes like this. Spot on means you agree. I'm spot on. Are you joking me? He's lost his mind. Oh, and by the way, no one ever seems to agree. And then spot off means you disagree. Spot off. Uh, here we f-ing go. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But if you're TJ, um, uh, uh, there's only one correct answer. I don't know. It's time for Spot On, Spot Off.
0: Spot On, Spot Off. First topic, the next-gen car is great for super speedway racing.
1: Oh, boy. I think Jason put this in there just to see us go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I read this last night. I was like, this is some <laughs> trying to piss us off.
0: <laughs> and it's working. Let's Ready start go. with <laughs> Brett.
1: Oh, man. Uh Spot
3: On. <laughs> Yeah, spot on. It was super fun yesterday to ride around there and just keep knocking the hell out of each other and have nowhere to go. It's, it's, um, it's very frustrating. And, and again, I love super speedway racing. Uh, there were a few factors that made me want to come back full-time spotting this year. Super speedway racing was one of the top three or four. And the racing is not great. It has to be the, the, the top line yesterday when we would get three wide – the top line could not sustain any sort of energy, get momentum. It was a legit struggle. I mean, there were a couple times that there were three to four cars up there that, generally speaking, like a Bubba Wallace, um, that can pull a line, right? Some guys' some guys' cars are fast enough. Corey, Corey LaJoy, bless his heart, he's not going to get up there and pull the top line, okay? It's not going to happen. Let's just be realistic, Bubba Wallace, 100%. He's supposed to be able to get up there and pull the top line. And there were multiple times yesterday that it just legitimately cannot form. And that place is five lanes wide. It's almost like we've we've done what we did at Michigan. We ruined Michigan when we repaved it. We come back and it's a single-lane racetrack. Talladega is not supposed to be a two-lane race. It's supposed to be a three-, four-, five-lane race. And the Xfinity Series cars are harder to drive. Let's just be honest. They're harder to drive. If you get up there and knock the piss out of each other, guess what you're going to do at Talladega? Crash. You're going to wreck. Guess what happens when we knock the hell out of each other yesterday? Nothing. We went faster. We went faster. <laughs> That's the answer. We went faster knocking the ever-living hell out of each other at 180 miles an hour. So I am, Jason, on your topic, uh, the next-gen car is
1: great for super speedway racing. <laughs> Spot off. Listen, the, the one, two things – like this, this car has ruined our best two avenues of racing: short tracks and super speedways. Like it's, it's. I'll, I'll give you credit. It's one hundred percent better lately at mile and a half than we've had in the past. A million times, by but it. but the 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 racing that we've kind of been built on was short tracks and super speedways. And they 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 they're not good anymore. Like to to Brett's point, we were in the back a lot yesterday. We started in the back, and just the way stage breaks and stuff worked out, we were in the back. And Bubba, typically, we're super aggressive. We always try to get to the lead, so we're just trying to get to the top lane. Make and in the past, in the last car, we could go to top lane and be in the top five within three or four laps. Like we can make some stuff happen, get that top lane, get the top lane rolling. Yesterday. I couldn't do it. Like we could not. We'd get up there. We'd have three or four guys go with us. We'd get to about tenth or fifteenth and just fall apart. Like every every time we tried. We the one time we had a little bit of momentum was when Harrison pulled up and we all got wrecked. But same, I was in there. But you know, like and and I'll tell you what. Another thing. Yesterday, we didn't have a lot of people. Say, like, oh, we didn't have a big one. You know why we didn't have a big one? These guys are afraid to crash. Like how many drivers? I, Bubba, didn't, Bubba, Bubba never voiced it, but we talked to drivers last night. We talked to drivers throughout the weekend. They were they were I seen Ross did an interview. They were afraid to crash. You can't have a race where these guys are terrified of crashing because they don't know what's gonna happen. So that's why you didn't I mean there were that not that the aggression level was turned all the way down, but there was obviously it was lower because we didn't have the big wreck, and I think it was partly TJ because these guys are were afraid to crash yesterday. I don't know. Uh,
2: it wasn't obviously the best super speed race that I've seen, but I don't think it's I, I don't mind not Five guys being, you know, get a run. Anybody be able to get a run. I like the fact that you have to work for track position a little bit. You have to do things to try to get it and and make things happen like that. And and I saw some, I saw plenty of blocks up front that were super aggressive. I saw a lot of, (laughs) well, that (laughs) one, yes, that one too. But the 99 was really aggressive. Uh, There was some pretty good pushing going on up there too. Like they were, they were. But only in the top four. Yeah, it was definitely harder to get there. But like, you know what? I'm. I'd almost rather I'd almost rather have that than you be able to go out there and get a run from thirteenth and just drive up B five wide. Like
1: the problem I don't was, think this is the greatest package, but I don't mind it being harder to do. The problem was no matter how hard you worked, you if you weren't in the top three of your row you couldn't do, like, you could be the best plate racer no, in the world. Yeah. You couldn't do anything. Nah, you were riding. If you, you were, were eighth eight-
2: place on the outside, you were just chilling there. Yeah, like, and, and that's
1: the that's the thing I don't like, you know, because, the, like, there's guys out there, Joe, is a perfect example. Like, the most aggressive plate racer was in the back all day long because. Well, he got he, wrecked. He, but when did he get wrecked? In that Harrison wreck, he was in that. He didn't try to race again the rest
2: of the day. Never yeah. tried, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, he never tried again. He never even attempted to race again. But that was their, they were padding their points. They were like, it's, they were point racing. It's just like, there's guys that can make stuff happen and they they just couldn't he do didn't tried, yesterday. But yeah, You but know what? Like, I still saw the guys. Tried. I still saw the guys that didn't start up front and get to the front. You How many times they, have Martin Truex tried yesterday? Uh, no. When the green flag dropped, his race was over. You saw the good guys of their plate racing get to the front. Of it. How many times did Austin Dillon
3: try yesterday? Uh, same cool. as Mars. The Bass Pro Shops were together back there. How many times Joy Logano try? What much? Well, he he I was, mean, He tried the the was in the first stage a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he was rolling yeah, in in the there. Hey, at the end of the race, he was hanging on to the back of the pack, and I don't mean hanging on as in he sucked. I mean hanging on as in he didn't. He wanted nothing to do with it.
0: I think there's a heat, but there that's was because a he-, he was
3: point racing. It- yeah, I, I look man, he's point look, racing. Had, they literally, literally said like, they, they told it, me we're
2: not going. we Sixty
3: thousand people pay for grandstand tickets yesterday. Okay plus whatever was in the infield. I'll say another 20,000 are out there making babies. But (laughs) we had 60,000 people pay to watch a race yesterday. And we were at Talladega, a five-lane racetrack, and we ran two-by-two for ninety percent of that race?
0: I will give them credit in that there were a ton of lead changes, but I think a difference between the spring race and even Daytona, well, Daytona's a different we, story. We
3: we huge. cannot go back to Talladega Super Speedway and run two by two for four hours.
1: How how ironic was it that Joey Logano last week said these guys that ride around the back aren't working They they don't deserve finishes and <laughs> then, then he does that and then he rode around the back all day yeah. yesterday <laughs> but i mean uh, there's opportunity to slip to flip your strategy
2: though we rode around the back the first part of the race and, and we i'm not, I'm not saying
3: i'm not saying that
1: i'm saying but when, you got to the front by pitch strategy uh yeah i mean yeah. What, but, but that's i'm saying okay. like you, i mean if if, why does it have you, to be another way No, but i'm saying if you like Brad is an accomplished well, no, plate racer. I will racer. say,
2: no, not all. By it. we restarted like twelfth on the outside, and we got up to the top. We got up to behind Blaney at some point on here, the outside. Here, rope. Here's
3: where you're missing the boat, in my opinion. How talented is Brad as a plate racer? Uh, probably one of the best. How much did that factor into where he would finish yesterday? Well, we sped on pit road, so regardless, but we how, got- how much. How much would that have factored into where he finished yesterday if it would have factored if, in? If, let me finish. If he doesn't have great track position with ten to go. Oh, you got a track position. Where where'd you finish? I don't you know. We were Do down.
2: Well, you, oh, got, we got, you lucky got lucky dog. Dog. Yeah.
1: But in, in years past, like you could make stuff happen on a green white checker and get back to nope, the top 10. Not in this car.
2: But the only way that's gonna happen is if everyone everyone can get a thirty mile an hour run and make a big take a big run. Like, I mean, I'm I'm okay with that not happening. Did you but I'm we Brad's made our talent, own luck? Brad's
3: talent is significantly discounted in this car at Talladega Super Speedway. True or false?
2: Uh, I think that's partially false because we, he I knows didn't say how, partially, is it true well, or false? Could, I think it's false because Brad figured out how to push Blake. He was learning the, because learning he was second in line.
1: If you're sixth in line, you're not going anywhere. But that's he the also, point.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's if you're sixth in line, you got to wait and see what happens. But we were in that spot. We got up there because we were Who's, a better, who's
3: a better play racer? Brad Keselowski or Todd Gilliland? I mean, Brad's it's Keselowski. Brad, yeah. Not yesterday. Todd Gilliland was. But I will It's not say because this. of Todd Is It's because of this car and because of where he's positioned in the line.
2: Todd did a really good job yesterday. He did a great job. He was behind us a lot of that run. I was and he worried. Was I looked out. up
1: one time. I said, oh, sh- 38's leading the top line. It's going to go backwards. And it didn't. No, he like, did a good day, job. He did a good job. Yeah. Well, that's because also Cindric finally decided to man up and push. What did you, the radio transmission no, I, I'm
3: say? I'm not saying what I thought. <laughs> it. I used a bad word. I'm not. I've quit cussing <laughs> today. I'm okay. Done. I just don't $100 since <laughs> I went I to big house
2: can, last night I don't think I got $100 <laughs> I think there can be some work done on it but I'm okay with it being
3: a strategy and you know having to work more to get there I'm not okay with what happened do yesterday. you think and then Jason I'll shut up we can move on do you think that 185 miles an hour that the car behind you should be able to drive up to you and knock the ever living out of you because that's what they're doing out there some of them I couldn't hit anybody yesterday. But do you saw what happened in the front. Do you think at 185 miles an hour, someone should be able to hit you that hard and you maintain control? Do you no. think that's good racing?
2: I don't think it's as easy as what you're saying it is because we had to work on our car well, to go to say, get it. Yeah, if it's not easy, why didn't we see a big wreck yesterday?
0: Well, people are also because,
2: scared. Well, I think there's two things. I think it's I harder think, to do. I think scared is a weird word. I don't think they're as scared as you think.
3: I, when they put, hey, and I, no, listen, listen I, said, right I said in my driver's meeting. Okay, we had a, we had a team meeting, and I had Daniel Hemrick in there. He drove a 16 car yesterday. Obviously, Justin drove a 31. And I said, you guys are talking all this talk, but when y'all put these helmet on, helmets on, you're going to turn
1: into a bunch of animals because that's what you do. I I, I disagree with you. I think these guys, it was in their minds. Ross Chastain got out of his car and said he had stomach aches because he was worried about crashing. There's a guy that we talked to last night at dinner that said when we went green, he was only worried about wrecking. Like, they're, it's in their mind when they're out there, whether or not they act on it or whatnot. But the fact that it's in the back of their mind, you can't be out there doing what they do and but worried why? about wrecking.
2: But so you're saying they all drove more sensible because they're worried about wrecking.
1: I don't know. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I mean, it looked a lot that, more. I
2: mean, they drove with a lot more. There was a lot. There weren't as many as aggressive moves yesterday as I've seen in the past. There was there definitely there's just, wasn't There's name.
1: just shows because we didn't have the big wreck. But I don't know that they changed the way they drove. It's like an accepted fact that we're going to wreck at these places I now. I think it's a bit of both. And, I saw a bit
2: of both. And I these
1: mean. guys are – But I, I didn't see a bad race yesterday.
3: Like, I don't want this to come across wrong. I did not see a bad race. <clears> I just hated the way we had to race. That was my struggle. Like, if I were, you know, sitting at home on the couch watching – um, drinking a cold beer. like I, I might have loved that. I don't I know. I mean, the
0: end of the race was close. Like it, it's well, you like had
3: a green light. I can checker. tell you this. Those guys in the front yeah. that are in that spot,
2: like Eric Jones drove his ass off all day. Ryan Blaney drove his ass off mostly. Yep. Went to the back, too, came back to the front. Brad drove his ass off. Eric Chase Ellis
3: is one of the best plate racers in the he sport is. right now. And
2: he was showing it yesterday, Eric too. Eric
3: Jones, hands down. I don't know Eric. I don't think I've ever even been in the same room with Eric, but he is hands down one you, of the best he He's races. gotten you'd, really good you'd, at You'd it. like
1: Eric. I heard. I heard <laughs> i <Eric. laughs> um, I just
3: speaking, like his Lego. He looks like a, he's got Lego,
2: perfect speaking, Lego hair. Speaking <laughs> of he green. He does have Lego hair. He layer. has perfect Lego hair. Like, you know, he
1: pulled <laughs> a little hair off the guy and set it back down. That's, That's Jason. I'm sorry. I'm going to divert here for a second. Speaking of green, white checkers. <laughs> Lego hair. <laughs> speaking of a green, white checker. What, at what point in our sport did we start throwing caution flags for guys parked in pit stalls? <laughs> there should <laughs> be a lot more cautions this way, Ben. Like, uh, I'm, literally, so we're running around there for two laps or so. I, I heard, loved I heard, it. I, heard, I think it was I, the greatest move I, yeah, ever. I heard, I heard uh, there's a 16 have power, which that means nine times out of ten, there's a car rolling the apron somewhere that's stalled or, or slow, but he's rolling back, and I'm like, I can't see him where the where is he like I'm looking the whole apron both aprons down the backstretch I'm like the, I, the 16 half power what's 16 got going on and I'm like where the hell is he and put it out 16 uh, they're like he's on pit road and I look down he's in a pit box on pit road put it out like what what what, <laughs> what? what are we doing like are we just trying to f- around so we got to talk about on this show now like what what is going on No more green flag pit stops (laughs) allowed in NASCAR.
3: As soon as the car
4: stops on pit road. And from now
3: on, all you you crew chiefs that work on your cars on pit road after you've been in an accident under green on the 10 10 mother minute clock. That's how many minutes you have to fix your car if you hit the wall. Oh, I'm aware. You're not allowed to do that anymore. (laughs) Look, I don't know what they should have done here. Obviously, Daniel Hemrick was sitting there. Um, Would I have liked for them to say, hey, Daniel Hemrick, uh, there's five minutes left in this race. Stay buckled in, and we're going to finish it. Yes, but I don't know what they do there. Like, I don't know what I'd have done if I'd have been in the tower. I know. I know. Freddie, I know you're mad at me right now. I'm not even going to look at you. During the truck
0: race, there was a wreck right by there. I can see you looking at me over here. I can see you. He's in a
1: pit box. I know. All (laughs)
0: right. Moving on and continuing the next gen topic. Cup drivers held a driver's only meeting in Talladega to discuss the state of this current car. Freddie, spot on, spot off.
1: Uh, Spot on. Obviously, the drivers need need a better voice. Um, Brett and I have heard that there is another meeting this week. Correct? That's a word. Word Saturday it was a meeting with NASCAR, the drivers in NASCAR this week. Um, listen, the, 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 there there is a growing concern, like Brett said, it was it was it was at a, a five or a six with Kurt, and now it's been ratcheted up because these guys don't like you could essentially if you back in the wall next week, your playoff race is over. These guys, ten or twelve guys, are in there your 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 chance in the championships over if you hit the wall backwards right now like or potentially is over. Um so you know they're going to do crash testing this week I heard in somewhere in Ohio. I don't I don't the drivers need to have a better say obviously. And listen, Burton is kind of the one the ringleader of this, Jeff Burton. Uh he's the 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 spokesman for the drivers council uh and and, and hopefully something comes out of it. You know, there's a lot of guys that that talk in the media and then do a lot and and maybe aren't part of the solution. Like there's the guys that work behind the scenes to make things better, and then there's guys that just kinda talk about it and don't really do a lot to help anything. They just want it fixed for them. So uh hopefully they got a better voice and 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 move this move the needle along a little bit here.
3: I am uh I'm spot on for drivers only meetings. I honestly feel like they should have three to four of these a year. Um, I feel like they should be on their calendars. They're all at the racetrack together. There's no reason they can't get together as a state of the union, a state of the sport kind of conversation. Where I'm struggling with this is Denny Hamlin and Brad Keselowski are in, in my mind, identical situations. They're both exceptional race car drivers. They're both part team owners and yet publicly they are on opposite sides of the spectrum in the way that they're approaching this. And I'm not saying one's right one's wrong. But when you look at as, as TJ has decided to design a Lego man, Eric Jones, <laughs> on his phone, which I, I don't know if he's got the balls to share it. But when, when you look at Brad and Denny, Brad is kissing NASCAR's ass, for lack of a better word. Yes. And Denny is coming at NASCAR's ass um, for the things that he has concern about. So I don't know how two people in identical situation can be so different in, in their approach. Um, there's a lot on the line right now for a lot of people. And and what that really means, Casey, is money. Right? Money. It's going to cost money to change this car. Um, there are drivers that do not want a rear clip on this car, a new rear clip. They want an entire new car because of what we just talked about, how poorly it races at super speedways, how poorly it races at short tracks. I mean, we went to Martinsville and couldn't pass. That's unheard of. We're going to do it again. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, we just tested there and we didn't see much progress. So um, I, I think the drivers need to do this. But the big question becomes, at what point do the drivers and owners realize the amount of leverage they have in this sport? Because the owners provide the vehicle. Well, guess what? If there's no vehicle, there's no race. The drivers fill the seats. And I'm going to tell you something. 60,000 people didn't come to Talladega yesterday and buy tickets to sit in the grandstands because of the word NASCAR. They came to sit in the stands because of what these drivers, I'll say it again, the drivers go out and do the driver's personality on TV. The drivers are the driving force in this sport. And when they have a problem and they have a problem right now, they have a massive problem. And, I'm interested to see where it goes. Do I want to see our driver strike? Hell no. Do I want to see our driver say we're not going to race? No. Do I want to see us um, make? Look, look, we got to give them confidence. I mean, to Freddie's point, you got to be confident. You can go out and do your job, um, or you're going to be scared. TJ, yeah,
2: I don't, I don't agree with the. You know, just because Denny does it one way doesn't mean everybody has to do it that way. That's just Denny's approach, and I don't necessarily think one's Kissing, you know, NASCAR's ass. I don't think that's what I think. Brad just has a different approach at it, and probably does it. You know, if he he might raise his hand and and speak quieter behind closed doors, but he knows that's just his way. I mean, you know, you Casey's kid might come up screaming for a a sucker, and my might come up and say, "Hey, can I please have a sucker?" I'll take the opposite.
0: That literally happened yesterday. I'm just saying,
2: though. But everyone everyone kind of does things differently, and and. Denny's obviously been known for speaking out, and which is great for the. It's it's good to have variety and and things, but I don't think necessarily one's right, and one's wrong. I mean, it, obviously, Denny gets more of a reaction, and sometimes you need that. I do think there's times that benefits. Um, sometimes you, actions need to be taken, and, and just different approaches. But I definitely, I don't know if um, you know, I'm I'm glad they're raising concerns and whether. You know, I'm glad NASCAR is listening and I'm sure there's fixes that they can come up with. And there's a lot of smart people. We've talked about it.
3: There are. And and I guess this is where my next kind of, I don't know, topic comes from is, you know, Bob Pockers tweeted that they're going to take a car and crash it some more and do more testing on it. It's October like it's October it's not January it's October we're clearly no we don't have time to make changes on this year's car at this point but these guys had all these concerns over la- over the last year right even even before we got to this year they were concerned about the crash data they were hearing about so like I don't I don't understand how Bob Pocras has the ability to come out and publicly say what NASCAR is doing why didn't NASCAR come out and say what NASCAR is doing why didn't NASCAR come out and say hey we hear all these guys, we're going to have a meeting with these guys on this date, and in the meantime, this is what we're doing. Once again, NASCAR PR is allowing someone else to control the narrative of their business, and those people are the drivers and the media, because they haven't come out and said, this is what's going on, and this is what we're doing. Instead,
1: they're saying nothing. Oh, no, they said something this week. What'd they say? That we bought quarter midgets. Right, well, they you they, know, they they're doing a partnership we, with you. The, so they they had a big like all this stuff is going on. And NASCAR comes out and goes, "We got a big announcement at noon on Sunday." And I'm like, "Oh, maybe they're going to announce the fact that they're going to try to do something for these drivers, make the car better." And then a friend of ours texts us and he goes, "I think NASCAR's announcing a quarter midget deal." And I'm like, "No way, that's that's not the big announcement, right?" I no, it was that was the big announcement. We we got quarter midgets now. I I, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand why they don't control
3: their own narrative because this is as serious of a topic as any topic I've ever been a part of in the sport. Yeah, you got different sides of it too, though. You got Danny and a few others, you know, preaching for
2: safety, which they should. Um, but then you got others that just don't like the parts and
3: cause, you know, stirring up stuff there. And But man. guess who could just, so we have a, let's, let's rewind. You're making a great point.
1: We're rewinding.
3: In the past, Jason, <laughs> back there. so in the past teams built almost from the ground up their race car right who's responsible for building the car in that scenario the teams now teams do not do that the the vertical integrated supply chain is owned by who
1: nascar that's a big deal listen so and, and there's a spotter that i that We were talking about this and he made a great point to me about it and i don't know if he wants to be named so i'm not going to name him but in years past the rear clip essentially held the fuel cell in the car that was the majority of the purpose of the rear clip before we had independent rear suspension now we had to obviously change the design of the rear clip to hold this independent suspension. And it's much more rigid. It's much stiffer. Like before you, we used to you back in the fence, it, it would, it would it, it back up to the rear window because they're of, beating the, hammers on yeah, the deck. Lid. Yeah. Like, Down. you know, like, so that we just now have to, we have totally redesigned the back of the car. So now we have to come up with a way to get that to crush, unfortunately. And, and it's not happening. Like we, Cody, Ware, I mean, he's limping around there this week, but, you know the wreck he had last week was ridiculous. Oh, hard like, hit. Yeah, but he hit with the front. Lucky for him, because if that was a rear collision, like God help yeah. him. Like and everything did everything, everything, everything collapsed. Like the car crushed. The, I mean, the right front tire was basically at the windshield. When so he when the hit, guys would back thing. it, in. that's a good thing. That's, that's what when you guys want.
2: would back it in, either, two things would happen. It would either the it would crank up the deck lid, or the thing was dragging the ground because yeah. it it gave, and that's the. Like a sprint car, when a sprint car flips and has a wing
1: on it, that wing softens. Yeah, a lot of the wrecks. It's just you know, like in years past, that that rear clip was essentially just back there to hold the fuel cell in mm-hmm. and, and mounts. But now it's got got to be much more rigid because of the independent rear suspension. I um, think there's adjustments they can make. I think there's things I mean, they mean, can do. They're obviously doing it this week, and we'll see. But it means another off season of testing, I assume. Thanks, thanks to Bob for keeping us updated. Thanks, Bob is the man.
0: Yes, he he's the best.
1: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bumper today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p dot com slash bumper.
0: Chase Elliott is the first still eligible playoff driver to win a race, five races into the postseason. Spot on, spot off, TJ. Uh,
2: I mean, I'm not surprised that uh, you know, Chase is really good at plate races and and he made a really a really good move. He got a little help at the end, at the right time, and, and made a big move and and uh, won the race. So I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised we are this far into the playoffs. So and this is it's a little surprising. Most time you have you know like last year Larson would have won three races by now and had a seventy eight hundred point lead <laughs> before Phoenix. But it's tight. I mean, looking at the points right now, um, I know we're gonna talk
3: about it, but it's close. Yeah, you typically see. The drivers that are in the playoff, if there's 16 of them, they're typically 16 of the top 17 guys. If there's 12 of them, they're 12 of the top 14 guys. Like it's, they usually bring their A game, and obviously they usually go out and win these races. And I think this car has opened up the door for that not to happen. the The parity is there, and man, I I I don't know. I, I am I surprised that we're this far in and finally a playoff guy won 100. percent is it great for the sport that Bubba Wallace won a race, Chris Busher won a race, you know, like, yeah, I mean, that's cool too. They're trying to build their name, build their brand. I'm just, I'm very surprised. This tells us something and I don't know necessarily how
1: to articulate what, what that something is. Yeah. I mean, last year we made a big deal of, we won a, we won Talladega last year and that, that was the like the first time a non-playoff guy had won, I think since Jamie Mack or something. And now this year, Four of us won, you know. Four non-playoff guys won, so it's uh, it's interesting. I, I don't know. I will what... say that race ended under rain though, so it didn't really get a... my ass. <laughs> it really didn't. <laughs> it
2: really didn't get the fair shake at the end. I mean, uh, but blocked, a win's all, a win, but, but I, I, mean, mean, I blocked
1: your ass. That's all that matters. You didn't to me. have to block. Me. We were riding there, and then it started raining. <laughs> you were sitting duck, sitting duck in victory lane <laughs> in the rain too. That's the name of your show, right there, Jason. Sitting duck in victory lane.
3: God, I'll man! Tell speaking you. of that word, my little guy. Oh no! Uh, uh, he's ten. He's like grandson <laughs> swearing. He's yeah, like dude. weird. <laughs> he's like, Dad, what does what does a B word mean? I was like, What B word, Bodie? And he's like, B B B. I was like, Oh god! Uh, I said, Well, Bodie, it's a very degrading <laughs> word if you use it toward a human because it actually means a female dog.
1: You know what he looks at me and says? So you telling me Rosie's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Oh, God. <laughs> Rosie, somebody has scalped poor Rosie. I oh, went man. to the house last week and I. Oh, he cut this. in my
3: house. You don't know. No, no. We're skipping <laughs> the dog park. My, my bird got on his shoulder. Oh. And that bird went to chewing on his ear.
1: And me and Megan bit.
3: were crying. Listen.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you didn't video it. Like, I couldn't video it. I was laughing too hard. <laughs> did it hurt? Yeah, did it didn't hurt? <laughs> Son <of laughs> bit my ear. So then. So then I'm trying to get him off of my ear with my hand and he's biting my finger now like this thing's chewing on me. <laughs> he's screaming, come
3: get this fing bird off of me.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna bring yeah. it in the studio. Yeah, put it on TJ. Mike's yeah. always wanting a bird. He thinks he wants a bird. This bird bites. Oh my god. This bird's
3: and ass put him on TJ yeah. and it loves to pick your beard. Like he'll sit yeah, there. I'll, be sh- I'll shave by then. <laughs> Let it over Casey. Give oh, us back on the rails, Casey. I'm sorry. I,
0: I mean, this is pretty hilarious. All right. This is a scary one. Jordan Anderson unbuckling and climbing out of his truck as it hit the wall. Spot on, spot off. Brett.
3: Oh, um, man. I actually had a bunch of tweets about this over the weekend. And Dell Jr. replied to one of them. Obviously, Dale Jr. has been in a fire in a car where he suffered burns speaking from experience, um, and he summed it up as you're in a 700-degree furnace, and even though, quote, you're not on fire, your body still feels all that heat, and you want to get out. I think that we have to take this. Look, I'm not Jordan Anderson. I can't be critical of him wanting to get out of a truck that's on fire. Obviously, as a sport, though, we have to look at this, and we have to learn from it because there are multiple things that could have severely injured him or killed him. Take it from the beginning. He's buckling, unbuckling to, he wants out. He's unbuckling um, out of his truck. And the only way to get out of your truck after you unbuckle is to remove the steering wheel. So in front of you is a steering column that had he hit head on, unbuckled, it's going to stab him in his chest and it's going to go through him like a sword. Okay. That's your first challenge. The second challenge is he wants to get out. So if he's able to get out and that wall is not there, he's going to fall out of the truck well, what if there's other trucks wrecking behind him or what if there's other trucks behind him because we don't know where he's going to fall out of the truck in any given scenario this scenario he just so happens to be going toward a wall thank god because it's almost like the wall was the safest place for him to be but that same wall could have broke his back he could have been crushed this is a learning um opportunity for us as a sport what do we learn i don't know but i think you go back and you say was he wearing a head sock was he wearing a helmet skirt are the fire suits as safe as they can be because the fire suits i mean i was talking with david pepper yesterday team manager for thor thor sport we've seen the fire suits get lighter and lighter the material change so that they can print differently the graphics and sponsorship logos Uh, i remember bill simpson setting himself on fire you know in the 90s and saying look how safe my freaking fire suit is well i'm gonna tell you who didn't feel safe in his truck jordan anderson and so when i look at this thing casey like i want to say jordan don't unbuckle jordan wait till your truck has come to a complete stop i've never been in a fire i don't know what it's like but i'd imagine you want to get the hell out of there i do know that mentally he was willing to jump out of the truck even though it was moving but he could have been killed in multiple multiple scenarios could have been run over could have been crushed against this wall This guy is arguably the luckiest guy in America on that given day. Is there
0: any sort of training that takes place for a driver for a situation such as this?
3: I I know what NASCAR is going to tell you. Stay buckled in until you come to a complete stop, right? I mean, that's the rule of thumb. But they're not on fire. They're not the one upside down in the car. It's easy to say those things when it's not you. And and, and it's easy to say that makes sense when it's not you. When it's you and a state of panic kicks in, TJ, I like I I just think we have to look at this and say, thank God he didn't die. Thank God he's not severely injured. What do we learn here?
2: That was definitely the, it might be one of the craziest things I've ever seen at the track. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody bail out like that. Luckily, he was almost coming to a stop when he did. Um, uh, There's definitely got to be, what, a fuel line broke or something? I don't know.
1: That's it, what the, I heard. The biggest thing was like the thing I took away from it was this thing was on fire instantly. It, like, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a, like an engine. I thought it was yeah. like it, normally you see like a, an engine blow up and then eventually it catches on fire. Like he went to turn one and it was just a fireball going into turn one like, like instantly. Yeah, I think a, a, from what I heard, a
2: fuel line broke or something and it was just spraying fuel. So I don't know if there's a why that happened or whatever, but. Obviously, there was a lot of fuel, or something was getting through the firewall, and it's not supposed to do that. Well, or maybe it was
1: inside. I don't know. Like the, the, the like to Brett's point, this has got to be a learning for everybody, and and it's not just in NASCAR; it's the drivers. Wear the right stuff. You know, wear your head sock, wear your helmet skirt. We we see. I don't. I he always us we're picking on him. Noah Gragson walks down pit road with his fire suit undone and, and his bare chest out wear your damn fireproof underwear yeah. like where where the stuff that you need to be wearing to stay safe in there like if you don't have a head sock and fire uh, you know the reason why jordan is burned as bad as he is is because he i don't know this for a fact but he he probably didn't have a head sock on or he didn't have a helmet yeah, skirt. A skirt like yeah. you know because i heard it burns to his face um you know, it, it's just a learning experience. Obviously, you want to say, "I've never been on a fire." Luckily, knock on wood. Um And you've been it, close. <laughs> it's
2: but you know. So God, there's the, there's also the fire extinguisher stuff that's inside the truck or inside all the cars yeah. as well.
1: It, Does it, that
2: help in that scenario?
1: I mean, if you think about, you know, if you think to pull it, but it, I, it's I just, can't do you honestly, not pull it. I don't no, know. I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't think so. It.
2: Oh, I, I can't say it for sure, but honestly, I don't know if any driver has ever pulled it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say how do you how would you I know where where no. it is to be able to reach that?
2: Well, you 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 no, know where it is. No, like, meaning at, where the fire
0: the fire like, was to be yeah. able to. Uh, I mean moment. if it's
2: on fire and you got you got that thing's not going to be. We've seen plenty of cars blow motors and there have been fire all up under the hood and
3: they're I mean they're fine in a car. He made up his mind he was not going to burn any
1: longer inside of that race car yeah. and was getting out at all costs. Yeah. He's he's just the, the there's no way to put a number on how lucky he is. No, like yeah. the angle he hit the wall at alone, instead of catapulting him forward or backwards, it catapulted him on top of the wall. Perfect. Like it, it, like the, like, just the,
2: <laughs> honestly, it, when I saw that, I was happy. I was like, good. He's yeah. up out of the way. Like nothing else. Like could happen. It, it's
3: just, I mean, it, but your, but your it's instinct just, though is what an idiot. But that's not the case here. He's fearing for his life. He's scared he's going to burn to death.
1: Yeah. You you can't. Yeah. There's no way you can criticize him for doing what he did. Because, I mean, Uh. I can't imagine what it's like to be on fire and feel like you're helpless. That whole race was crazy. Like, even all the way
3: to the reason that the, I don't know, the, the the whole race was crazy. The fact that he threw the caution with 100 feet left in the race. When nobody, listen, when that caution comes out, and you're running in the top ten. Are your drivers going to lift? No. Caution's out. Everybody lift. Well, we obviously gonna gonna maintain live. your position. F- no. Yeah, we're racing back to the we, line. We're racing back to the line, even though you're hearing the caution is out. Let the race and finish. You're locked. It's it's a matter of seconds. You can still dispatch equipment behind the wreck because they're coming to the checker. This was, a, this was a pretty bad malfunction in NASCAR's decision-making process to not let this thing win because Matt, even a is declared the winner, and he wasn't even the first one to start finish line. And I promise you, he didn't lift. And I promise you, the other guy didn't lift.
1: Should I go into my rant now, you think? Yeah, if you got so one. We're talking yeah, you about got a it? rant? Yeah. I would like to know, did <laughs> somebody broke a rule here coming to the checker flag oh, in yeah, the truck race? Like... Matt Benedetto was below the line passing the 99 truck, correct? That's not allowed. I agree. So somebody broke a rule. Either Matt Benedetto broke a rule by going below the line to pass the 99. You can't do that. It's out of bounds. Or the 99 forced Matt below the line to, and, and that's a penalty. That's not allowed either. Somehow these guys finished first and second. That's not allowed. <laughs> like, what? And then I seen, I don't know, a statement that was one. I, won, I saw one statement that it was a racing incident, that it's okay because it was a racing incident, and Ben Rhodes didn't benefit from blocking Matt below the line. What? Um, <laughs> and then I saw one. A, that, to put a guy below the line is a penalty, right? Yes. That's the way I understood the, it. The, the yeah. rule
3: is The rule is you can't pass below the line. They're going to announce penalty tomorrow,
1: <laughs> Tuesday. And then, and then I saw another one that said they were trying to avoid the wreck that happened 10 cars behind them. <laughs> like what happened like you is it game on now like what, what well, I don't get it I, I don't get it somebody broke a rule here they can't finish one two either Matt DiBenedetto is disqualified for passing below the line or Ben Rhodes is disqualified for forcing him below the line well the race I saw another dude one I never heard of I think his name was Brett something maybe Holmes
3: John Brett Holmes. Holmes John Holmes boy <laughs> <laughs> Jason don't know who that is thank it's no. a good thing move the show along quickly oh, because no. everybody that's 40 years old is either really <laughs> laughing
1: right now or changing the channel. Casey, Casey, do you know who John I Holmes is? Casey
0: don't either. Casey? I, I don't. No, I no, right. So, so he, we're say, just going to move on. Scary Stay man. Uh, we are just going to move on from there and continuing on to penalties. William Byron penalized 25 points and 50 Jason, do Google that. Denny Hamlin under caution at Texas. Spot on, spot on, right uh, Private
1: I missed <laughs> I missed the entire question. What was? Will this? he be penalized after the Denny thing? Oh, okay.
0: Please, do you, spot on, spot off. Is it me? Yes.
1: Uh, spot on. Listen, I, I think essentially what NASCAR did here was went back and looked, and they essentially Jason has just Googled John Holmes Please. and his, <gasps> his whole world. No, Casey, no. look. his world. His, his, his world. You're has gonna changed. look at Chad differently the rest
3: of his life. <laughs> He's he's a he's a young, small, cute guy. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Chad is. The uh, name, Chad's not big, but he's cute. Okay, that's where we're gonna leave this. Let's go move along. Keep, I'm gonna keep the train Jesus, face right I now. just looked I
4: up, so like happy. I saw a name and his title. I'm like, all right, we're
3: probably good all of a sudden, Google wonders why a hundred thousand people on a Monday night at seven o'clock are googling <laughs> Mister
1: Holmes. What up, Holmes? Uh, well, how'd you get fired again? <laughs> this is this is our last show. Thanks for coming. Um, Thanks, John. Where are we at, <laughs> Byron? Um, <laughs> listen, I think what NASCAR it's essentially did—not John did, Holmes. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> um, I think essentially what NASCAR did here was the penalty was basically the same as if they would have parked him at the time of the the incident. Um, he lost 25 points. If they would have parked him, that would have been about a 22, 23 point loss. So I think that's that's the route they took, and I'm I'm okay with it. I, I knew they were never going to suspend him, obviously. And and the other the other instances with Kyle and Johnny were a little more severe than than what uh obviously William did to Danny. One thing somebody had texted me this week, and they're like, do they have impact data on these cars at all times? And it was actually Scott Tapley, a buddy of mine. And he's like, I would be interested to know the impact of Alex Bowman backing into the wall, which didn't look hard, versus how hard William ran in the back of Denny, because that was almost that that seemed as hard or harder the contact. And these guys got to remember that, especially like we saw. Eric Jones tweeted at three o'clock in the morning. I know I like that guy. <laughs> um, he tweeted at like three a.m. to tell Ty Gibbs to stop running into him on caution, under cautions, and and Ty did. You know, Ty ran in the back of him under uh, under the yellow. These guys got to remember that now that the, these rear impacts are, are are sustaining injuries, and and they shouldn't definitely should not be doing that. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see that. But I think that the, I think the penalty was just. I think that you know this this was essentially parking William at that point in the race.
0: Brett.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I,
3: uh, they had to do something. Um, they, if they didn't see it, that's on them. If they saw it and didn't know what to do, that's on them. They were trying to make a right. Denny is of the belief that he was going to win that race based on where he was track position wise, based on the fact that he had tires. I spoke to him about this. I'm not trying to, you know, blow Denny on here, but, but. He he was taken out of a position to potentially lock himself into the next round, win a race for his team and his sponsors. Um, that was taken away from him because of Williams' decision. And I I like William Byron. Uh, I I think he's a great race car driver, a good young kid. Uh, I want good things for him, but this was a bad decision, and and he deserved what he got. DJ, I do think it's
2: it's a good penalty. I think it's. I mean, I think it, it's easy to do from think it would have been easy to handle during the race right there. I don't think you park a guy then, but give him a he has to go to the back.
3: I would have, and then I'm going to say this, I would have fined Denny Hamlin $10,000 because of what he did after the fact. Because we can't have a driver driving from 20th all the way to 2nd, brake checking, door slamming. Um, Denny's mad, right? Yeah. Um, that has to be handled differently. Again, a great learning opportunity for NASCAR. Spotter stand, listen to the spotter, call it in. Instant messenger runner guy in the NASCAR booth, check your email. Um, crew chiefs and and that are talking to officials, radio it in NASCAR. Look up on the goddamn big screen on the backstretch, just four million miles big, where they keep showing the replay over and over and over. You can't miss this. You can't have an not have an opportunity to review this and fix it right
1: then.
0: So Hendrick has. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Hendrick has announced that they're appealing this what's the process look like since it's I mean it's kind of I mean it's, it's gonna happen.
1: be well that well, that was something that I thought was interesting this week like you don't know some of these guys don't know how to race you know you got guys that are close to the cutoff line am I racing William by like this, this needed to be done last week in my opinion um but you don't know like am I racing William Byron plus or minus 25 points you know because he's in or out and now you're there's a guy I think he's 11 points out right now you know, or he's or he's fourteen points in. You know what I mean? Like, so this this is a big deal. This needs to get done asap. And and listen, it's it's not. There needs the question. to be a, a big penalty for it because Denny brought up a really good point. Yeah, what's to stop somebody else from doing it? What's to stop?
2: You know, you're out of the playoffs. You know, you. Hey, what's to stop you from just spinning the guy in front of you? Yeah. and him not maintaining t- track position, you're going to pay it. You're going to take that 25-point penalty and pay the fine. No problem. I'll take it. Yeah, like Your if it's teammate. us,
3: like if it's Bubba Dude, or the 23. Just, just imagine that this is Phoenix, and both those guys are oh. locked into the Final Four, and Denny Hamlin and William Byron are race for a championship, and William wrecks him under a caution with 25 to go, and this is what they do? Yeah. They do nothing? Oh, yeah. my hole.
1: Oh, That's why I said last week, can of worms, Listen, you up. And, and I didn't think about it. I seen somebody actually tweeted this to me. And we had talked about it on here about whether or not Denny should have given his gotten his spot back. Portland was it? Portland? Where they did Wuji run Ty Gibbs over? They gave him? Ty back, right? Ty got his spot back, you know. So should Denny have gotten his spot back? The why, why? Again, we go back to consistency. Jesse Wuji ran Ty over under yellow, but they, they, they put could, Ty they back to the give lead. Give
3: Denny his spot back because they didn't see it.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I think we're we're also missing on here the the other penalty
3: for Ty. Well, that was just that. I but mean, I mean, to me, that wasn't stiff enough. Hitting another car on pit road where human beings are right there. He he
2: probably should have taken a week off, in my opinion. You're there, park the,
1: the 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 penalty to tie it's for TJ. TJ he's going to park somebody. Doesn't make for, any sense I mean, there,
2: because crew guys working right there. And an official. And an official.
1: You you. I almost feel like And you're raging. I almost feel like the penalty should have been. More so to tie Xfinity tie versus Cup tie because oh now you're treading in Cup deep tie water don't give me s- you know what I mean like what do you care about taking points away from Cup tie like why all I'm gonna tell you is the last time I remember them crossing over series
3: is when Kevin Harvick got mad in a truck, truck race, race and he parked at the back of the NASCAR hauler and they suspended him the very next day and I believe Kenny Wallace drove Kevin's car that day this was God it 15 years ago. Like when you start crossing into penalizing people in series, they're not even racing in. Guess what that
1: does? That gets their attention. What? What what does this? What did? What was it? Seventy five thousand and owner points or something like? Does that matter to Ty Gibbs? Well, I guess he's gonna. I guess
3: he's gonna tell you it does, and I guess you know. I guess coach is gonna cut his pay. Right? I would. I would hope that coach is making him pay the fine. Um. But here's the thing. Ty, you owe me seventy-five thousand dollars, and here's a contract to drive the eighteen cup car. Ah, do you learn anything from that, man? I don't know. Dascar to me should have sent him to anger management. I um, see the same thing. T- TJ kit.
1: saying they should have parked him a race, um, parking him in the cup race is that's a pretty big hit. Well, not, I mean, he probably would have volunteered to park for this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I, I I'm glad they did. Okay, something. take
2: him out for two. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw him out. I for think his sponsor might. Well, I mean, yeah, but... Do Don't you, do that on Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got guys working on a car right here. There's an official standing there, and you're raging because the guy bumped you in the door. Like, that's not that's not anything we should be messing with at all. It, it needs to... like That's not ta- as
3: bad as when Bubba raged that time when I race and it quit with Blue Emu. That was way worse. <laughs> Remember that? Actually, <laughs> Social media uproar well, because... Well, we are the most hated he, driver he in the He raged quit a video game. Congratulations. Thank this, you, thank you. We're he should have been
1: parked. Uh... uh us, Cole Custer, and Justin Haley are a bunch of ass <laughs> apparently. Yeah. No, we have to not listened to <laughs> yeah. I love Twitter.
0: That's hilarious. I mean, how
1: did them guys end up on the most hated list? Cole Custerain said three words to me in my entire life. And I've talked to him a lot. I know, <laughs> and I, He's actually really, he's really a friendly guy when you he's talk to so him. Nice I know. Like what's wrong with Cole, man? I've Justin, never, Justin, i not going to get it. I mean, he's an, he's an idiot, but, and not
2: to mention the, the time Cole did flip the switch, he charged across the front stretch at Mossport. And
0: was <laughs> what I got. Okay. Awesome. How do you not like yes.
1: that? the Davis. Was, John, I remember Jonathan Davis was getting towed around that, Rick. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. funny. Got All on. right,
0: moving on to this weekend in Charlotte. The current bottom four playoff drivers, Cindric, Byron, Bell, and Bowman, will stay below the cutoff and be eliminated after the Roval. TJ, spot on, spot off.
2: Uh, I mean, I don't know how you can... Spot off. It's just how it's played out here. I, I got to give credit to Blaney though for racing his tail off yesterday, and he went from pretty much almost not making the playoffs to sitting P two right now. So,
0: do you think that he shouldn't is... be in the
2: playoffs? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who shouldn't be in the playoffs? Ryan Blaney. TJ, with, do you mean, think uh, uh, that cow. these four
0: drivers will be the ones that'll be eliminated?
2: Um, <clears throat> no, I don't think Cindric. I think Cindric can put together. A better road course race, um, boy. It's going be to be a better road p- course race than who? Than Briscoe. Than Briscoe. Uh. I think he can. And I know Briscoe's won there, but I just think, man, it's going to be It's going to be. A, and these two tied. It's going to be good. I just don't. I don't know if I see. Um, William has an outside chance with some one of the one of these guys. You know, Suarez or uh, somebody having some issues. I I got a question
3: for you. I hate stopping road races and plate races for stage points. I hate it. It's going to flip the field. I I wish we could pay the points and keep racing. I still want the stages to be in existence, but don't throw a caution. Let me ask you this. Without stages, let's, let's imagine we're back in old school NASCAR. Without stages, does William Byron have a good chance of making this playoff, continuing it?
2: uh no no yeah i don't think he's making How about up with many.
1: stages with yes. stages he can do the opposite and he can make up some so listen we, in my opinion william byron is going to jump both of them guys it he's better the, the hendrick cars have been better i think william byron gets enough stage points gets a better finish and jumps both cindrick and chase briscoe this week
3: shout out to Trackhouse house racing ross chastain hey this is a it's a new team But they bought an existing company, a lot different than, say, a colleague racing who literally started up with no cup employees. These guys bought a building that was there. They bought employees that were there. They bought engineering. They bought leadership. Um, But shout out to those guys. You got a guy, Ross Chastain, Daniel Hemrick, Daniel Hemrick, Daniel Suarez, excuse me, um, that are sitting there in really good spots. And guess what they are? They've been pretty dang good at road courses this year. So, shout out to them. Um, I look at this thing, the bottom four, Austin Cendrick, William Byron, Christopher Bell, Alex Bowman. Uh, I don't know if Alex comes back this week. I, if he does, I don't see him winning. Uh, I think he's out. Christopher Bell, he's been really good at road courses. He's in a must-win, so he's not going to go for points. He's going to go for track position, and he's going to flip stages, and he's going to do everything he can. He's in a must-win situation. William and Austin are not. Um I will say, and, and I love a lot of the guys on this 14 team, obviously, uh, worked there for several years. I don't know why, but Chase is not fast anywhere right now. I, and I don't know why, because he came but, out to start
1: the season, and, he and I'm like, right, man, fifth. listen, they they stole, they literally Kansas. stole 20 points last week. Kansas, yeah. Texas. they stole yeah. Texas, 20 sorry. points. Yeah, Texas. He was a 25th place car and somehow finished fifth. If I mean, you give him, you take. 10 points away from him. He's out right now, obviously. Yes. You know, they, whatever that call was they made, who's his crew chief? Johnny Klausmeier. Like, they they literally probably stole 20 points in Kansas. They got lucky
2: in in Texas, too, because they were struggling at the end there. They're about to lose tires.
3: They don't have speed, but... Stuart Haas Racing is all hands on deck right here as a company. I mean, you got 350 people that work there. They've only got one car left with a chance of making the next round. And it's probably not the one we would have picked. No, 100% not, man. So, uh, hey, look, this is going to be another fun one. I, I, when you look at the Roval, a lot of things can happen. Um, very, very fast racetrack in certain areas, very technical in others. Uh, I, I've I've come to enjoy it. Do I wish we were running the oval this weekend? Yes, that was a good race. I, I mean, the, the freaking oval was awesome. Do that I wish we good. were running it instead of this for a cutoff race? Yes. We want more short tracks. We got more road courses, and and here we are. But last I think, year we hated Charlotte. I think William Byron qualifies top <laughs> seven. I think he finishes both stages with a lot of points. And I think, I think Austin Cedric's out. I think I think mm-hmm. he's. Well, I, mean, I know he's a road racer. Austin Cedric's already out. Well. I mean, he's tied. You gotta, you gotta go. Brisco so you're saying Briscoe's out, Byron's in. If yeah. Byron jumps. It's gonna yeah, be. I,
1: I think Byron jumps. I think. Byron, I think he. I, mean, I think he jumps I, both I, of them. I just say. I,
3: I yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't see.
1: Yeah. Ready. Yeah, I, like I said, I think I think Byron's gonna jump both of them. You know, I think the you see this race run differently. You see, AJ. One of the biggest things AJ was harping on this on the Xfinity side was. He wants to. He wants to win the Roval, right? He wants. That's. He's a road racer. He's the, the, those where he kind of hangs his hat. He takes pride in, in kicking everybody's ass on the Roval. Well, if he didn't win Talladega, he's got to play the point game. And if you play the point game, you you lessen your chances of winning the race. Now on Saturday, he can go out there and, and win the race. He can short pitch stages. He can get track position. He doesn't have to worry about points anymore. That That's what these guys are going to have to do now. You're going to have different differing strategies of guys that have to chase the points and they're going to sacrifice their overall finish in the race because they're chasing stage points. But to Brett's point, the Hendrick cars have been fast all these road courses uh William's a good road course racer they just I think they just have more speed than the two and the 14 and I think William like and it doesn't take much I mean if William wins a stage and they finish fifth by the end of this by the end of the second stage William's in or, or one point out you know and up. now you're racing straight up so it, I mean it's not a lot I think I think William jumps both of them and gets in
3: there's a lot of things to TJ that can come into play here um the stuart Hoskars, cars the teammates the 41 the 10 kevin harvick uh if they're racing an austin Cindrick or william byron how hard do they race them uh probably pretty hard pretty hard like there's a lot of things if you're a intelligent an intelligent race fan like i know all our listeners are um we no darfs, no no. darfs listen to us none uh if you are darf and listen to us, we fix you. You're no longer a darf. But like watch that within the race. Like if you see, you know, William Byron run a two tenths a lap quicker than Kevin Harvick and he catch him, Kevin's not gonna let that guy go. He's gonna race the dog food out of him. Dog food.
1: Um there'll be a lot of mini races going on. You know, just looking at this list, that's something I didn't think about. Um when the last time the round of eight, obviously Christopher Bell's at risk right here. He's probably not gonna make it unless he wins. Gibbs is only going to have one car in the round of eight. Like, when was the last time? Because you figure Kyle's always been in the round of eight. Martin. Martin. Like, they've always had three or at least two or three guys in, and they're looking at Denny's their only shot now. Yeah,
3: I – Again, shout out, shout out to Trackhouse, man. You're in some elite company in terms of organizations and drivers.
0: Yep. And before we head into reaction theater, breaking news while we record the show, uh, Jordan with the athletic is reporting that AJ Allmendinger will be going to college with the cup series full time 2023. Brett, is this true?
3: I don't know. Um, I, I truly don't know. First time I've heard that.
0: I see that smile. <laughs>
3: All right, we'll go to reaction theater. <laughs>
1: Well, bumper clear fans, we want to give you five reasons why RacingUSA.com is our favorite store for NASCAR merchandise. First, RacingUSA.com has a wide assortment of
2: driver diecasts, apparel, hats, helmets, novelties, and collectibles for the sport's most popular drivers.
3: Just in time for fall, RacingUSA.com has awesome long sleeve driver uniform shirts that look like exactly what the drivers wear and only on RacingUSA.com second nascar fans have rated racingusa.com google's top source for nascar merchandise so you can always buy with confidence third racingusa.com
1: discounts every in stock and per order item every day so no need to wait for a sale fourth racingusa.com guarantees the lowest advertised die prices so you don't have to shop around for a better price fifth racingusa.com
2: ships all in stock orders the next business day so you can get your order faster than anyone else in the business
1: fans racingusa.com is door bumper clear's choice for nascar merchandise and we want it to be yours as well whenever you need new gear to show your support for your favorite driver shop racingusa.com
3: where you're always somebody special Engine, engine number nine. I tell you, if they don't hurry up and fix this f- track, I'm gonna run out of f- beer and cigarettes. Okay, so TJ, look at the f- date all the time. Let only tell you this. F-
4: data? Hey, Freddy, just letting you know we got the beige GMC out in the parking lot in case you want to have Bubba come out and hit us like you said everything out on the track. So
0: hey now, Jason, got a message for you. Get out of there's ass.
4: Reaction theater starts now.
2: How in the f- does NASCAR throw the caution flag 200 feet before the Truck Series race ends? They're not lifting; they're 200 feet away from the line. Just let them race it to the line and see did what happens. F-ing stupid, cool, Maddie D one, but I mean, did he really?
1: Told you we had smart fans. Listen to that. Congrats, Matty D, finally winning a race. And he didn't win. They didn't win. That he should have been so penalized. I, I, love, I, I really laughed at somebody who said, that's the first lap Matty D led in his career, and everybody's like, well, he didn't lead a lap. Like, he led <laughs> to the restart zone.
4: <laughs> first race at Talladega for the weekend, and we've got a What an Idiot Award. Let's just run out on the front stretch at Talladega and grab that tire real quick. McCoy,
3: what a All moron. I'm putting TJ on the spot. TJ did it. I want to know. If somebody told him to go get the tire, I'm not saying who, but did somebody say, go get that tire? No, he just
2: reacted. He was, that was the tire that had, to, was supposed to be going on the truck and he was going to get it. Damn. That was the one going on the truck. Yeah, he, he was running out. It, he was running around the truck and, and wiped the, out and it fell. That was the one that was going on the truck. So.
3: Okay. So no, yeah. once again, a learning opportunity. Fair. Yeah. I'd say. Okay. Should NASCAR hold a class. At the beginning of the year, they make us do all these other classes uh, that we won't get into. But should they hold a class for all pit crew people to watch? Do's and don'ts. And if you do this, <clears> we're pulling your hard yeah, card. You're suspended from activity.
1: Escorted off the property. <sh->
3: escorted off property. I'm not <sh-> going out there. I don't care if I'm dropping. Time. Yeah, I'm not yeah but you're not though. a six foot five badass either. It don't matter. You're, you're five in, foot six what's badass. <laughs> what's,
2: uh, yeah, that's true. Five seven. Um,
3: there's. 190
2: miles. I must be taller trucks. than five
3: eight. If you're five seven, I'm five seven. <laughs> I'm five nine then. Okay, whatever
2: you think. Um, there's still trucks going around the track at race speed, and they're coming. some could be coming to period and wipe out. I am not running out there.
3: But shouldn't shouldn't they tell you don't run out there? I mean, you should know that. How do you not know? That? Okay, why is the lady stand? Why is the NASCAR official standing in front of Tyler Reddit's car and get run over? Shouldn't somebody tell her
1: don't stand there? You shouldn't stand directly in front of the guy. But no. what if
3: they told her that's where she's supposed to stand? i don't know maybe they told her you stand in front of the car and tell them to stop okay maybe they shouldn't maybe they should tell her to get the fuck out of the way so you, you don't get run know, over in the, case the car don't have brakes or in case the throttle hangs or in case the driver falls asleep we got a lady standing in front of a car that gets creamed she could she could have crushed both of her legs y'all can't argue with me because i'm right through the caution for the 16 car really he was in a pit box.
4: People are actually defending this. Oh, it's dangerous. He's in a pit box. Okay, well, then throw the yellow every time someone makes a green flag pit stop then. It's literally the same thing.
3: No, it's Ridiculous. not. Ridiculous. Like, it's actually not. The no, it's not. The green flag pit stop's more dangerous. How do you have Talladega and not have a wall on the outside of pit wall, pit road? like we talked about this a couple None weeks ago do. they don't know. Well, how of all the places where we put under green we're, boy, gonna, how? How? we're gonna have, we're gonna have a because that wall has
2: to come to an end at some point that'd be yeah. a really dangerous spot then
3: you simply have a curve in a wall like you do oh, all the other well, walls why to not, start how about a it? ramp yeah
1: just jump <laughs> I'm down for it what I'm not down for is throwing cautions <laughs> for cars in pit stalls like I don't get it
3: If it was two to go, would they have thrown a caution?
1: Yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Congratulations to Chase Elliott. Moving on to the round of eight here. Boy, I got to tell you, that is
2: the worst Talladega race I've ever seen by a lot. I've been watching Talladega races for over 30 years. I mean, there was no three wide at all. There was no comers and goers.
4: Everybody just stay two by two. Once you lose track position, you're just done
2: ridiculous
1: tj thought it was great because he was in track position most i didn't of the say day. it was great <laughs> i just said it
2: was a hard it was hard race to to manage <clears throat> um it was impossible to manage because you couldn't you do can, any managing unless you were in the top four you just had to play the track position thing right and, and hope and work your strategy i mean sorry guy but we went from the back to the front from strategy and not really all the way to the front but we came out 12th and got to the front from there so Thank you. You need to think about your call in.
0: On that note, to leave an audio message 24-7, just head to anchor.fm slash door clear and click the message icons. We'll keep playing the best ones each week.
1: Okay,
4: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend
2: doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Dirty Mo Media fans, this is IndyCar driver Connor Daly. And comedian Joey Molinaro. We're here to tell you about the most honest, unfiltered, and informative IndyCar podcast on the market, Speed Street.
1: Connor and I break down the weekly happenings of IndyCar, our lives on and off the track, and talk a little NASCAR and F1 as well. Dirty Mo Media's
4: newest show is available now on all major podcasting platforms. And be sure to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at SpeedStreetPod.
0: It's time for the Ask DBC Offer Pack Question of the Week. Don't forget to send in your questions on Twitter each week using hashtag AskDBC and we'll answer the best ones. Don't forget the hashtag, guys. From Biddy9595, I see spotters writing on tape on the railing. What is being written and what kind of hand signals do y'all use with each other? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's the
1: one I use at Brett most of the time. (laughs) Uh, The tape. Some people. Brett uses a lot of tape. I don't even, I don't even,
3: I don't know what tape is. Uh, (laughs) It's it's sticky. I don't have a tape. I don't (laughs) have a Sharpie. I don't, I see some of these guys literally write for 20 minutes. Like every, they'll they'll take it right. Every single car number that's on pit road. Yeah. like I'm sorry, I got a phone. When the caution comes out, you pull your phone out. You There's look a at, printout. You look at your your digital message that came from your crew chief. Like some some spotters in our sport try to make <laughs> it. Uh, I don't. How do you? How do you? Describe what I'm about to say. That's that's all I need right there. So why the f- am I gonna get? I don't even. Of, I keep that in my pocket if I print it. I don't. What I don't put it out. Like like when I look at It's just a map. Uh, like, uh, yeah, like I can't my, show you. My, my friend Tab, who I who I think is a, a funny dude, good dude. Like he's got customized tape. Not only does he have tape, he's got customized tape. Now I will say, my friend TJ, he used to have Buffalo Bills tape, but yeah, I ran out. in today's world, this is literally like. Having a, a stone and trying to carve a, a, a freaking archaic message into into stone, like it's
1: 2022. Mm. Why are you writing all this, Herm, down? I look, I used, I always I stand next to Herm a lot. He's got like hieroglyphics on his stuff. Like he's got marks, and I'm like, Herm, what is that? He's codes. I, it's codes for. So I, I was like, all right, got it. Ain't nobody listening to them. They don't need codes.
0: <laughs> what about hand signals?
1: Uh, right do that hand signal again. This one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's my hand signal to Brett half the
0: race
4: usually.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh hand signals the, the majority of hand signals used to be used to be qualifying was or practice was most of them was yeah I'm on a Q run. It was a Q we'd hold a big Q up. Q run. <laughs> Q no uh or tires, I'm on tires, get the hell yeah. out of my way. Uh, the only hand signal we really use during the race is we're pitting. We wave yeah, at each other. Wave. Um, sometimes <laughs> Talladega, a lot of guys don't like to wave and we just run on each other over and you'd wreck coming to pit road. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's really just waving or I was flipping TJ off and, uh, where was that? Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. I was flipping him off. He wasn't looking.
0: I think some of the, during the race, a few of the drivers complained that they couldn't see the hand signals from the driver. So is that when you guys kind of stepped in um, and helped with communicate?
2: Well, it's normally you know who you're pitting with, and and you just tell your driver, hey, you know you're clear by, you know we were over the one, we had to come down for the speeding penalty. I'm like, all right, you're clear by one over the one. I went down and told the one we're pitting. Yeah, you, you know the guys that you're pitting with, they you find each other. Like if we're running re- ne- nose tail on the track and. You know, we're getting close. When I'm pitting, I'm there telling Freddie that I'm pitting this lap. And he said, then he tells Bubba, hey, he's pitting in front of you this lap. Yeah. You know, so you know what's going
3: on. The, the tape is used to signify where somebody
2: stands. Yes. Basically,
1: basically what I, yeah. Tape for one is, I use tape and it's just, I, for me, a lot of the stuff that I, just the way I've learned in my entire life, like if I write something down, I, I, absorb it better for whatever reason uh like so i write a lot of notes to myself or if i'm doing anything i write it down and when i write it down i I comprehend the information better so like i i tape i use i write my pit map out which is just two or three spots on either side of our pit stall our 10-away mark, and what the stages are. A lot of times, Brett goes, can you write your stages over here so that I can look at it? So, <laughs> so he's lying about the the, the fact that he not 10-away yesterday was a 42 car. I didn't have to write it down. I looked yeah. down there and saw it. Like yeah, I didn't. Everybody, I don't, everybody it's, does. It it's different. not like I ever, I don't ever, rarely do I go back and look at my tape for the information. I just, like, for whatever reason, that's how I, when I write down 10-away yesterday, was a 38-box for me. My, my favorite guy to stand
3: beside is Drew Herring because he has. Drew Herring is a complete office. Listen to me. He brings a legitimate, he, he's NASA. He works for NASA during the race. His, he's not just a spotter. This guy has got more <laughs> electronics up there than freaking Best Buy. And so you just look over there, his, one of his 12 computers yeah. that he's managed to bring in his backpack and in his rolling bag. <laughs> well, he's got a second case And in his all tote sack and in his pocketbook. His, he has got more shit up there than any human being. The spotter bag is bigger than this table. It is. It's bigger than this table. I don't know how it gets on the airplane. <laughs> uh,
2: to me, I just don't have time or use for all that stuff. There's things that you
3: can use at certain he's times. He's got but battery packs. He's got cords. He's got, I mean, it's
2: unbelievable. If you ever need I'm anything,
1: go to Drew Herring. Yeah.
0: All right, this next one is from Trucky for Life. Who would you guys pick to lead the NASCAR organization if there were a leadership change like Denny suggested?
3: Denny suggested a leadership change.
0: Yes, he did. And he re- he did reiterate after the race that he was not referring to Steve Phelps. So,
1: so that means he was talking about Steve Phelps, probably. No, he said <laughs> Steve is a great leader in the
0: organization. So he is referring to somebody else. What do you guys think?
1: Listen. Uh, An accomplished racer. I think that's this Dale? is a very easy question. A very easy answer. It's the guy that moves the needle every time he says something. It's our boss that I... Not anymore. and I got fired this morning, but I, I, I,
3: I said years ago, Dell Junior is your guy. But Dell Junior doesn't have time for that. No, and it doesn't. Don't don't get mad when I say this. It don't pay enough. No, it don't pay enough. Dell Junior, nah. Look, but but in my opinion, Casey, to your point, um, look look at the CEOs. Uh, look, what does Roger Goodell make? A lot. Yeah. What <laughs> do you think Steve Fels makes? Lot. You think he makes as much as Roger Goodell? Not a chance. Absolutely. You not. think he makes? 40% as much as Roger Goodell. No. I uh, know. So let me tell you something. Come off your pocketbook and go get a guy like a Jeff Burton or like a Mark Martin. Again, give, give me a super accomplished Hall of Fame driver in the booth or even Ray Everham. Give me Ray Everham right now. I'd take Ray Everham as president of NASCAR. Would you? Yeah. I mean, we talk about this on a smaller scale. Roger to make $63 million a year. I don't think Phelps is making I that. don't think Phelps is making twenty. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. But uh, man up and, and offer Jeff Burton more than he makes doing TV, offer Ray Abraham more than he makes doing whatever he's doing, and get a guy like that.
1: I, somebody had asked me, so oh, I, I don't even know if he's announced this yet, but I'm going to put it out there. Jesse Little quit racing, and he's going to become a race director you know that he's begun the training to become a race director and somebody asked me my opinion of it and i was like i think it's great because he is a race car driver he's and not i mean he doesn't have to be for in my opinion doesn't have to be the most accomplished race car driver to be a great race director just the fact that he has been in a truck or a car and knows how the radios work because a lot of times we get yelled at from race control and they're like tell your driver this and you're like i can't because he's talking right now like and they're like tell him and i'm like well, I will. As soon as he shuts up, I will be happy to tell him, but I can't right now. So, like, just to have somebody that has racing experience, that's been in these cars, been in these situations, knows how the radio transmissions work, knows, like, it's just.
0: I mean, Ben uh, Kennedy, I feel like, has been been a great advocate for the sport as with his leadership role. So, I mean, I think Jesse is what
3: What changes has he made that you're speaking to that you're, you said is so great? I'm asking this question. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not great. I'm just, what has he done that you love so much?
0: Well, just, you know, changes n- new tracks and just overall like being a voice for the sport. I-, I feel like at least when he was in the beginning, when he first started, I-, I noticed a change. And I still do. And I don't think that it's as publicized, but I-, I do think he plays a very large role.
3: I would love to see a highly accomplished racer way up in their brass. And yes. Ben Kennedy was a racer. Was he highly accomplished? No. No, unfortunately not. Won one race. Um, he also is a legacy guy. I mean, he's a fourth-generation France. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to be high up. Um, I wish I'd have been named France. <laughs> no kidding. Brett France. Brett France. I'd tell you where I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be in race control if my last name was France. I'd be on a yacht. <laughs> You'd be with the other
1: France? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh. <laughs>
0: Who is our offer pack question of the week?
1: Whichever one you like, Casey.
0: All right. Let's give it to Truckee for life. Congrats to Truckee for life.
1: You win nothing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Having this week's offer pack question of the week. You're the winner of
1: a great big ball of nothing.
0: Time for us to get to our favorite Xfinity X5 X-Fi More Than Fast moments from this week.
3: Dang, I don't have no notes on this.
0: <laughs> Whether you're behind the wheel or online, speed isn't the only thing you need. What were your favorite More Than Fast moments this week, TJ?
2: Man, I was really, um, <clears throat> really impressed with the the move that Chase was able to make coming to the line and a pass out of four. I think that's a, uh, I think that warrants an Xfinity X5 X-Fi More Than Fast moment.
1: I, I didn't see the move. I, I assume he got off of two. He must have got clear in front of Jones. He did, and he came down and then kind of moved up. Blaney, another,
2: another half, another straight, half a straightaway he's going to lose, but, I mean, well-timed,
3: well done. Wait. My Xfinity, X5 more the fast moment goes to how fast they threw the
1: caution <laughs> in the truck race coming to the checker flag because that was fast. Uh, I'm going to go the route of TJ because I don't think this guy is going to get enough credit for what he accomplished this week. My Xfinity X5 more than fast moment goes to my Xfinity driver, Landon Castle, who won the race for AJ Allmendinger. And to credit to AJ's, AJ gave him all the credit in the world. And, and he basically said, I wish that we could both just park both of our cars in victory lane because he knew that without Landon, he was never going to win that race. Um, so credit to Landon, uh, like I said earlier, credit to Parker Kligerman for staying with Landon and working with us really well. And, uh, the, 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 it's tough for us because obviously our job is to, to win the race. And obviously in that point, you're looking for, you're looking for avenues to get your guy out. And, and we were just boxed in and kind of covered. We didn't really have much choice, but to help AJ. Uh, but it was great to be able to push teammate collar racing. Obviously the history there, the play races is great. Uh, so it was awesome to us to push AJ to that win. Here on Door Bumper Clear, being more than fast is a way of life. Thankfully, there's plenty of weekly action for our Xfinity X5 More Than Fast Moments. You know what else is more than fast? Xfinity X5.
3: With the speed for all your devices, you also get the reliability and security that keeps your crew connected and protected.
2: With Xfinity X5, you can do more of what you love with faster internet and a powerful and secure
1: connection. Follow at Xfinity Racing on Twitter for even more Xfinity X5 More Than Fast Moments. And Casey, don't forget to vote for your favorites.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
3: What an idiot, man.
0: It is time for What an Idiot.
3: I think we may all have the same idiot. I doubt it.
0: Please share. You
2: well, go
3: first. Hey, TJ got a different idiot. You go first. Or maybe.
2: I uh, mean. I, I got one. Know. Is it from the truck race? I got race? three of them. TJ go well, first. One of, them's from the first, of them from the truck race. You go first. Two of them from the truck race. You go first. I'm going to go to the 42 truck again. We're all going to vote on that All guy. right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. First unanimous <laughs> one ever. Yeah. What? I didn't think you would go that, that route. That's, all right. Right. That's all all. the top of my I'm list. I'm blasting this <laughs> idiot. Just <laughs> Richmond, Talladega, you just, you're raging. Here's
1: why I'm. Lord. Here's. I'm not calling him an idiot for spinning out. I don't give a shit about that. Everybody does this. Sit Everybody spins themselves out. Could you not pick a worse place? He drove to the front, right in front of the officials. <laughs> like, let's get a, like go around. The, if you Talladega, Off of two, Talladega you is an easy place to spin out. Like, yeah. like you could you can make. Like, I'm on the apron. I'm half on the apron. I spin out. Oh, why are you calling him an idiot? I don't know that we got that. We let you get that far. Ah, just
3: for self spinning and bringing out a caution again, again, yeah. So so, the problem is, this is
1: not the first time for him. No, so he wrecked the dog food out of somebody where Indianapolis Raceway Park no, was Colby uh, Richmond. Oh, no, he he right hooked Colby Howard at uh in the IRP. He right hooked him, just completely yeah. flat out wrecked him. Um, and at Richmond, and Richmond it was won. under
3: it was under green. So we're mad at William Byron for Rex Meyer yellow. He about killed this guy under green. You brought out the caution on purpose at what Vegas? Yeah. And now you've brought it out again. This is not the Carson Hosovar truck series. He wrecked
1: the lap car. Remember, he was, a la- he was getting ready to lose a lap. He wrecked another Richmond, lap car and got the lucky dog. This is or, not they yeah. need around.
3: Yeah. You talk about parking a guy. You want to park Ty Gibbs, which I'm not saying I disagree with you. This guy should be parked for the rest of the year. This is not the Carson Hosovar truck series. And he needs to be sent that message loud and clear. He is ruining the f-ing truck series by himself. Park his ass. I'm telling you, park him. This is ridiculous. What they're allowing this kid to go out and do every week
1: is freaking Bowman Gray. Yeah. And you, and, Listen, they penalized him a lap. Well, guess what? He was going to lose more than a lap if he, three. if he rode around with his flat or whatever he had. You know, you didn't even you're, – you're, there's really not a penalty there. Why wouldn't you stop? I'm going to lose three laps if I crawl around here and go back to pit road, or I lose one by stopping in the yellow out. And In both races yesterday and in
3: both races this weekend where this happened, I felt like the truck series was going to play out better without a caution. I felt like the cup series race was going to finish a lot better without that caution for him. You completely changed the end of the truck series so, race at Talladega mm. in a playoff scenario because
2: you're an I have a question for you what if he's being told I'm not saying he was but what if you know what happens then but who's he being told by I'm, I'm just a, saying I'm it's a team Tyler. member
3: it's a team member so park him that's what well, I'm don't saying don't even let though. him come to the racetrack
1: so what if the spotter's telling him sit there hey well, they're, they're, they're done They're like park. You're, if by parking the truck you're penalizing the entire team park everybody Park. I don't, let, don't let them show up then the spotter wish he'd to shut well, up. I'm not saying that
3: happened, but I'm saying like let's you know, blame Tyler Green. Let's can we blame Tyler? How yeah, many times is this guy going <laughs> to no ruin an entire that. race or change the outcome of an entire race or wreck somebody on purpose? It's just he does it for his own good, and he, he messes the race Park up. Park his ass. I'm gonna say it again. Park his ass. This is this is this is this out of control? It's ridiculous. It's on one of ten, a one out of ten. TJ ten being out of control.
2: How out of control is this guy? I mean, I, I forgot about all the instances you brought up, and now that I remember them, I mean, it's, it's out of control. How, eight, one to ten. Uh, I mean, it's up there. It's probably uh, seven to eight to me.
1: Park him. I Obviously, the picker guy running out is also not ideal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but how about this Bassmasters deal? Oh, my <laughs> God. Those, Those dudes, it,
2: how much did they win? I saw something. Well, like, there
1: was ye- they won like they won this tournament last year. They won a boat. They won a boat. The guy just went a little heavy, like you know, he, he just put a little too it many was, weights in there. It was hundreds of thousands of dollars. That oh, they've, yeah. they've, they've, these two guys together have won. The video I saw was hysterical. Where they're just, I mean, this guy's just standing there watching him cut his fish open, and they're just pulling lead weights and pliers and fillets All of old fish of out of them. And the guy, they're just standing there screaming at him, like, oh, it, they're heckling I the heck mean, out. Oh my god! But what an idiot, dude! Like I mean, I i really, I probably shouldn't call him an idiot because he probably made hundreds of thousands of dollars doing this until he got caught. So yeah, congratulations now he's gonna to you, be but bad. now you're an
2: idiot. He's gonna be—he's probably been. Doing oh, they this said like, like he
1: can't fish anymore. Like they're gonna pull his fishing licenses. Like it's—it's. It's He'll a never be able to do disaster. that again for a no. for a profession.
2: No, but that's cheating. Sucks like that level. Like I mean, I know I know people look for that's like. That's bad. I mean, it wasn't like a marble. I mean,
3: no. did you see the weights? Oh, yeah. I saw Dude, the weights. Those and the things were like fish and the pliers. And the, <laughs> and the. I mean, you yeah. And he just stood there. like. He just, he, so what should they do to
1: him? Should they kick him out of fishing? They should, I, I mean, I think it's it should yeah. be criminal. Like, it, I mean, it's theft. Yeah, you were stealing money one for guy years. guy was screaming that. They should theft. cut off
3: a third of his worm for doing that. Jesus. Well, if he was—that's a bad if idea. It, if he was <laughs> homes, yeah. that'd be fine. He's obviously <laughs> using a big worm to catch these big fish. All right,
0: let's move on.
1: <laughs> That's a bad idea.
0: Let's move on to DBC picks. <laughs> TJ, congratulations! <laughs> you won at Talladega with Brian Blaney. Brett leads with eight wins. Jason and Freddie are tied for a second with seven. TJ in third with six, and I'm last.
3: Maybe he fishes <laughs> with crickets. Forward. Maybe we should cut off his cricket. <laughs> cut his cricket. Oh, off.
0: <laughs> let's make picks for the Charlotte. Does Roval. a bird? Freddie. Who are
1: you I again? hate to do this because the guy just won. Who's your worm this it's week? it's rarely <laughs> somebody Elliot. goes back to back, but I'm taking Chase Elliott. You had to. You didn't have a choice.
0: After uh, chatting with the person I'm going to pick, he would like me to pick himself because he's also helping the team. Tyler dinner. said Tyler to pick himself? Is going... Yes, I am picking Tyler Reddick. Tyler, please get your checkbook, credit card ready. Maybe increase your credit. That's
3: who I was wanting to pick because I knew Chase wouldn't be on the board. Who goes next? Ryan Blaney.
0: Brett, who you got?
3: Uh,
2: Ross Chastain. EJ. I'm gonna go with the guy that has that's basically in a win. We go with William Byron. We
3: just said he could point his way in. He could, but I'm going almost with, the with Bell for that reason. Bell just seems to wreck a lot. Does Bell wreck a lot, or I make that up? He wrecks a lot. I mean, he spins a lot. It seems like he spins a lot, but I mean, he well, that's wrecking. Yeah, I mean, he does well, wreck. If you a don't lot. hit anything, no, that's still a wreck. That if I spin wreck. out down here on I seventy seven, that's a spin. That's not a. wreck. And I don't hit anything. I'm not in a wreck. No. Did they throw the caution? <laughs> Depends. How many laps are left? <laughs> Where's Hosomar at? Let's ask Hosomar when we throw the caution. Good Lord. I would I'm telling you right now, I would oh my God. if if I ran NASCAR, I would absolutely break this kid down this week. This would be the defining moment when you realize this is my sport, my series, not yours. He literally sat there and, and they tried to give they gave him I will give NASCAR
2: credit for they waited it out like for hat. like it was like uh they're not even gonna throw it. We're
3: gonna race by him next lap and maybe Yeah. Uh, before we jump, Roval Week, a lot of people come to Charlotte for this race, a lot of fun things to do, a lot of fan days around, uh, Millbridge
0: Wednesday night, Millbridge Wednesday night, night.
3: Couch Racer is, uh, we'll be at College Racing on Wednesday as part of their fan day. Um, a lot of shops to see while you're here. JRM's obviously uh, a popular spot, a lot of cup shops, NASCAR Hall of Fame, GoPro Motorplex, Victory Lane Karting in Charlotte. If you love to drive go-karts, those are two of the best places you'll ever go in your life. Uh, GoPro is a lot of fun. And you you'll want see, you'll see a
0: lot of drivers out there too. GoPro
3: runs 60 miles an hour outdoor facility, victory lane karting, 30 miles an hour indoor facility. You feel like you're running 85 on those things. A lot of, a lot of great things to do. A lot of great food in Charlotte. Jimmy Johnson's got freaking bars downtown um, this is we we're, we're very fortunate to live where we live. Big Owls. I was gonna say, you gonna say a Big Owls or what? DBC, I mean, DBC
0: party at Big Owls. Mike Davis
3: told me that Big Owls is gonna have to give us sponsorship money if we keep talking about them. <laughs> uh, but no, man, this is uh, we're lucky. You got Lake Norman, obviously, right here in our backyard. It's gonna be a beautiful weekend, and uh, just come enjoy Charlotte. Come enjoy the teams. Come enjoy the drivers that are getting out there, giving their time. There's a big big event Friday night, uh, Saturday night at the racetrack. We may end up stopping by there. Uh, me, T.J., Freddie, Casey, Duggars playing, Duggars playing, Three Doors Down's playing, um, just a lot of fun stuff to do in, in this great city and great area we live in. If you yeah. stop
4: by JRM, there's DBC shirts for sale now, so mm, you can nice. pick one those up, or you can order yours online too.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, sweet. Yeah, come to college, come see us Wednesday, right? Is Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah. Yep. Uh, they, got, not they got Big Al's every
0: night this week. They got, a, they got
1: a driver announcement, I think, on Wednesday. That Wednesday. That'd be have, cool. This um, is the one that. I can, I, can, I, can, I can
3: guarantee you that we will be at Big Al's Sunday night after the roll. Guaranteed. And Justin Haley is not going to be a it's tight a ass. Let me tell you what this little guy did. Last night? Yeah. I oh, was boy. too drunk.
1: I don't know what happened. This he, little guy.
3: He comes, little he comes to Big Al's and he makes a lot of money. Do you know he didn't even pick up my check? He didn't. Pay I got that. my tab, and it was three hundred and fifty dollars. I think he might have even walked out and not Dang, even picked up his check
1: at this point. I think he might have paid my check. I <laughs> did pay your check. <laughs>
3: no, actually, me and you split it. <laughs> <laughs> me and you. <laughs> me and you split the check and dug through a hundred dollar to uh, Jess for for being a great server. Um, yeah, he didn't Doug, even pick Doug, up my check. Doug, server wasn't there. I saved his life for thirty weeks so far this year. <laughs> I mean, legitimately, I saved his life. I've saved. I've <laughs> physically Shit. labored and saved his life, and he didn't even. I hope every fan that's listening, and I know there's a million of y'all out there. When you see Justin Haley at Fan Day, you give him about not picking up my check. The biggest thing
1: I took away from last night was I just wish Justin's brother would shut the hell up. He I mean, don't talk. It's, it's, Justin says he's chatty. He didn't. I think he said three words to us last night. Quinn. Can we tell the story of why he? Is, you don't remember the story, do you? I don't remember the story.
3: So, oh, oh no, I do remember. Drinking, I he's do sitting remember. there drinking Diet Coke. I do remember. He's sitting there drinking Diet Coke, and I'm like... They have Diet Coke at Big Owls? <laughs> I'm like, you don't, you don't drink, man? He's like, no, I don't drink. I was like, oh, okay. So every person that's quit drinking has a bad story as to why they quit. So, there was a defining moment in their life. This guy jumped into a pond that had a bunch of alligators in it. Volusia. <laughs> and that's when he realized... Maybe, maybe, this, maybe this ain't for me. <laughs> what an idiot.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. Justin, but, uh, you cheap ass. Yeah, what the hell, Justin? Guess what you're doing this week? You're buying Big ass. Right, you might show up. I might show up. up. <laughs> up. Yeah. Justin's coming to buy.
0: Me too, honestly. All right. Thank you all, as always, for listening. Uh, be sure to watch us on MAV-TV this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you to our amazing presenting sponsor, OfferPad. See y'all this week at Charlotte or wherever we might see you
3: Can't wait. Great week. Yeah. Should be good. Love you guys. Holla. Have a great week. See ya. Word. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.